Hello, world. On this week's episode of the Concrete Podcast, we're back with everyone's favorite con man, Matthew B. Cox. This podcast tells the story of a kid in his mid-20s named Blaine Davis, who managed to steal tens of millions of dollars utilizing foreign exchange market trading, otherwise known as Forex. Blaine was so slick that once the market crashed in 2008 and the federal indictment started closing in, he was not only able to siphon millions of dollars offshore, but he was able to shift all the blame of his Ponzi schemes onto one of his biggest victim investors by the name of Donovan Davis. Blaine's multiple Ponzi schemes were ultimately rolled into the largest Forex Ponzi scheme in history. Blaine is scheduled to be released in April of 2021. Yet his victim investor, Donovan, the one he was able to shift all the blame onto, and the only innocent man in the story, still sits in prison with a decade left to serve. This might be one of the best stories Matt's ever told on the show. We really enjoyed it, and I hope you do too. Enjoy the show. What's up? Double double ventes. They fuck the coffee up. Matt's rocking the double vente. What, what's in that? What are in those cups? What's it missing? It's a. Uh, the sugar is probably at the bottom. Um, it's all right. I drink a little bit and I'll stir it up. How um, much sugar again? How much sugar are you put in the coffee again? Eight raw sugars. So eight raw sugars a, per cup. It's a venti vanilla latte with eight raw sugars, and I got two of them. So this one I drank on the way here. Okay. Hold on. Make sure that thing's empty. With straight sugar at the bottom. Octane, um, baby. Oh yeah. And now that's this. the good part. On this one, so that's that's good. It'll be all right. <sighs> um, okay, so uh, all right. <laughs> Back by popular demand, ex-con man and true crime author. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Matthew B. Cox. What's up, Matt? Thanks for coming back. All right. I'm excited. What are we going to talk about today? Today is about a story I wrote about a guy named Donovan Davis, which is locked up in Coleman. And it's, you know, honestly, it's really more about Blaine Davis, which is a, a, a con man that... Mm. Uh, that has run, I guess, three Ponzi schemes and uh, is currently in prison right now, but being released in a few years, unlike Donovan, who's serving 17 years for being duped by, being duped into, uh, into participating in a business that ended up being a Ponzi scheme, that he was unaware it was a Ponzi scheme. So that's really... Uh, okay. Exciting. Yeah. How come all these con men... What, what's up? What's up? Want me to look at this? Yes. Do you want me to hold this? And make sure this I can... This is the same thing that happened last time. <laughs> what happened last time, I Matt? mean, what happened last time is you said, hey, make sure you get some talking points. Right, prepare something like I'm unprepared. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. You sent me it. I'll give you the text. You were, like, you were like, send a 
some talking points. And then I prepared talking points. I spent all day preparing talking <laughs> points. And then you guys were like, Where's my talking just points? Shoot the shit, bro. What's up? This is a podcast, Matt. Let's it's a podcast, bro. Shit. We just talk. <laughs> Apparently, everybody worst. hates when I fucking talk or when he fucking talks. They just want to hear you. I mean, they love you. How were the comments <laughs> in that last one? <laughs> they were vicious. <laughs> like I read, like I read, like the first. There's like, some venom-filled people on there. They were like, spitting some hate. What are they saying? It, oh, are you? You didn't, you didn't read them? Yeah, yeah. yeah Danny did. sends me a couple here and there. Oh, I just couple. you read them. You lied. Well, fuck. There were. There's fucking. There's like. There's probably a thousand now. I, I get to a point where I read like ten, and I was like. Because this, this is different. This is, this is vastly different than that. And I kept reading. And when I got to like 50 or 60, I was like, fuck, I, I don't even think I want to call. I was going to call. I was like, when I first, first fucking 10, I thought, maybe I should call Danny and say, have you seen these? But by 50 or 60, I was like, fuck, this is, this is bad, bro. 95% of them are, those two fucking morons. Quit fucking interrupting Matt Cox, you piece of shit. I was like, God Damn, these are vicious. <laughs> Don't keep in mind, I'm not. I mean, I'm used to guys being rough around the edges, but yeah. it is pure venom. Are they that vicious in prison? No, no. It's more like you stop saying thank you and please. You stop. You just. You're just like you know. It's it's like hey man, let, let me give me some let me get some sugar. Yeah, all right, man. I got. All right, you can't even you. be that vicious in prison because you'll get your ass. Yeah, kicked, you're too. Right? Vi- yeah, you couldn't. The stuff these guys are saying. Yeah, there's no limits on the internet. You fucking dumb. Mother- what kind of motherfucker <laughs> doesn't know what Sodom and Gomorrah is? Oh yeah, I yeah, know yeah, yeah. what the fuck, you Sodom. Fucking, you fucking millennials. These fucking millennials. I'm like, God <gasps> damn. I remember when I finally I said, listen, man, I wasn't gonna say something. I, that's the first text I said. Who I doesn't know what anything, Sodom and Gomorrah is? Come the fuck this on. Is bad. I was like. Have you read these? And you were like, yeah, bro, they're pretty bad. Then you got to the point after you read enough of them, you were like, hey, did you read this one? This one's pretty good. Listen to this one. I'm like, yeah, they, if you get over the fact that they're being vicious, it, it does become comical if you can remove yourself oh, yeah, from the funny. situation. Yeah. But the, even when I was like, oh, look, here's oh look, here's, here's one. Look, Matt, bro, you're fucking awesome. Uh, you, you you did great, except for those two fucking morons, those motherfuckers. I was like, God damn. Some guy called me a 200-pound hat rack. Oh, yeah. By the way, if we can th- get that guy. I, that was the best one I ever read. If we can find ever. the guy who left the comment, what, yeah, was, we'll his, what send was his you, name? I don't remember. We have the screenshot of it, but if the guy. We'll send leave, you a free sweater for that. that leave a good. comment on this one, the guy who called him a 200-pound <laughs> hat rack, and we're going to send you a box full of free shit. Free merch. Free concrete merch. Oh, God. Oh, All right. Man. Um, anyway, we, want people, we want to keep those people around. Yeah, we love that shit. They're entertaining. Mm-hmm. I hope they keep fucking going off because it's well, fucking great. I mean, yeah. So how did you meet? How did you meet Donovan in prison? And how did he kind of? How did he? So introduce uh, his story to you. Donovan is. I want to say Donovan's six foot tall. God, he's got to be at least probably three hundred pounds. Yeah. Big belly. <laughs> he used to have a beard. Uh, which he would, he would, sh- he would get like, you know, cut like really specific to, and he would, he told me, well, I get it cut like he's, he called it facial architecture. He said it makes it look like I still have a jawline. <laughs> he's doesn't. into that shit. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, I mean, he's just he's just a big teddy bear. You know what I'm saying? He's just a, a big guy. He's he says he's Jamaican, but and he's, he is Jamaican, but his ancestors are from. Uh, India, mm. so he's he's just a big Indian guy who's J- with a Jamaican accent, and really he can turn it on and off. And he's just a big teddy bear. He's the nicest guy, and I forget what happened. We we he we you know he got he was new to the unit, and he he 
looked at me a couple times. We did the nod, and somebody said, hey, he's here for fraud. And then, I, I don't know, one day we were sitting there talking, and he goes, well, what kind of fraud are you here for? And I said, bank fraud. And I go, what are you here for? He's like, it was a Ponzi scheme. And I was like, oh. We, what? I said, well, what'd you get? He's like, well, I didn't get anything. I go, well, what'd you do? He's, well, I'm innocent. I was like, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> nice. I like it. You played it all the way yeah. to the fucking hill. That's kind, of a, that's kind of a red flag that he actually may not be a con man. If he yeah. said that he's innocent, right? Oh, yeah. He, he's, yeah, he, there's, he's, he's absolutely not a con man. I mean, when you talk to him, you realize he's a dupe. He's yeah. the kind of guy, and I used to joke with him all the time. Cause he, he's just, he believes pretty much anything you tell him. He's just very much a nice guy who worked hard. His family worked hard, and they have money. His family came over from Jamaica. They started working like in a like they started off as mechanics, and then eventually they they started doing uh, excavation and and some land work. And before you know it, it's it starts taking off, and they end up selling owning a company. Like I said, they sell dirt. <laughs> they 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 go and they lease huge plots of land. They go in, they dig out these huge ponds, and they just sell the dirt. And that's all they do. I didn't even know that was a thing until he told me. And it's it's and it's it's huge. So matter of fact, I was gonna say for you ought to go talk to his father and see if his dad'll put up some fucking uh and sponsor the fucking uh podcast. I was gonna mention that. That why would his dad sponsor? I don't know. He's got to. He's got to advertise somewhere. Who owns the dirt company? His dad. He wants to advertise his dirt company on here. I don't know if he does or not. I'm oh well. It's speaking worth, of, it's worth talking. Worth <laughs> making a phone call. Speaking of sponsors, okay. this episode of the Concrete Podcast <laughs> is brought to you by. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Bud Light. Are you serious? Thanks to Matthew B. Cox, we now have enough viewers to get sponsors. They sent us one 12-pack. Bud Light. <laughs> Buy a 12-pack. <laughs> no. Icy cold. Brain octane. I don't know if his PO is going to like that. Who? What? Oh, no. I was talking about the the Bud Light sponsorship. Oh, she'll be fine. She, PO she, won't she's care. She's fine. She, she came by my house today. I peed in the cup. She's happy. She, Did she? she? I'm sure it's going to turn out fine. She's good. She Are you allowed to drink? She mentioned you. Did she? She goes, you know that guy. She said, like his voice totally matches his 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 what he looks like, and I went, I started laughing. <laughs> I started laughing. I don't know if that's a compliment or not. I don't know, but it made me laugh. Um, this is the gap. So I I ended up writing uh, Donovan's story because I started talking to him and he explained about his story, and basically, and what's great about Donovan, a lot like um, got a lot like uh, who else? Um, like Rossini or um, Devaroli is that these guys are still fighting their case, so they have lockers full of, of stuff. So if you say, if I said, well, when did that happen? Oh, hold on. He'd go pull it out and bam, here, July 2nd, you know, 2090, you know, 2008, yeah. whatever. So he had all the documents, so it was perfect. So, yeah, so basically there's a guy named, named uh, Blaine Davis, no, uh, no relation to Donovan Davis, so Blaine uh, Blaine was ra- or Blaine was born in uh, I want to say Germany. Well, he, was bl- he was born overseas. Uh, his father was in the military. He's been in a bunch of different branches of the military. One of the things that Blaine used to tell people was that his father was in the CIA. Uh, his dad was in secure and did security work and um, and defense contract work. But I don't know if he necessarily was in the CIA. He might have been the CIA. I think he, I think he did do work for the CIA at one point. So he's done work for all kinds of different uh, branches of the government. So he was raised like a military brat, moving around all the time. 
And eventually when he became, he was in his 20s, he, he wasn't making very much money. He wasn't going to school. He had dropped out of school. And he started doing Forex trading. But he's not making a lot of money. And what is Forex trading? Sorry to interrupt. That's all right. Forex trading is when you trade, you basically, it's like you're betting against the rise and fall of different currencies. So it's currency trading. You're, okay. you're betting that the dollar will be worth more than the euro or whatever. You know, I don't know the exact, okay. uh, what the definition of, of uh, Forex trading is. Okay. Uh, or, but I'm sure, I'm sorry, I just fucking said it wrong. Basically, they're, they're, you, can buy, you can buy like options and you, you bet that it's going to go up or down and then you get whatever the spread is. And they'll <laughs> do it on like a fraction. So they end up, you, end up, you can end up really leveraging what you've got. The problem is you can lose everything you've got. Mm. The real problem with the whole market is that if I'm winning, somebody else is losing. So it's yeah. kind of a, a back and forth that's, you know what I'm saying? It's not like the yeah. stock market. It's like where betting it's, sports. Right. Yeah, somebody's winning, somebody's losing. Exactly. Yeah. So, But uh, Blaine starts doing Forex trading. So he's representing some guys. He's using their money. He's investing their money. and uh, But he's not making a lot of money. You know, he's, he's very charismatic. Good-looking guy and uh, very flashy, but he's not making a lot of money. And so he ends up watching the movie The Boiler Room, hmm. and he gets inspired by the movie The Boiler Room. And uh, basically, the reason, the reason I know all of, like, I have all the documents, right? And what he actually, te- this is what kills me, is that when he was actually interviewed, he actually tells the fucking IRS agent, which investigated, he actually tells them he was inspired by the movie The Boiler Room. Nice. Who the fuck says that? That's like saying, you know, it's, it's like, oh, well, yeah, I was inspired by Goodfellas. <laughs> so he, so, and The Boiler Room's a movie about, a, it's, just, it's just huge fraud. Right. So what he does is he goes out and he convinces, Blaine convinces a bunch of his buddies and friend, uh, to invest money with him. So give me ten grand. I'll put it in the in forex, uh, and I'll make you. You know, you're, you're gonna end up making. You're gonna make eleven, twelve thousand dollars, whatever it may be. So a couple guys give him, gives five grand, ten grand. It starts small, but very quickly these guys are making huge uh, amount of money back. So they turn around and they say, okay, I, I'm gonna go to my sister and talk to my sister. Now next thing you know, this guy's putting in twenty grand. His sister's putting in thirty grand. Is this guy's putting in ten grand? This guy, one guy put in. I'm going to say $120,000. Blaine ends up, the, the, the dollar amount varies, but basically the main number it ends up being between like half a million to a million dollars he takes from these guys. Friends and friends of friends. Mm-hmm. He ends up convincing one guy to help make spreadsheets to track how the money's growing. Well, the fact is the money's not growing at all. It's a Ponzi scheme. Guys are giving you money in. And then when you ask for your money back, I just give you your money back plus a little bit of Danny's money. Right. So you think, I just made 20%. Danny still thinks his money's in the account. Danny's money's not in his account. I spent it on my new Mercedes. Yeah. And then the next, then when Danny says, I want my money back, I just take it from Bob. Mm. I give Danny's original amount back plus what Danny earned. So you're paying new investors with old investors' money. You're just hoping that all the investors don't ask for their money back at once. Absolutely, because right. then you go under. Well, that's what yeah. happens with, with Blaine is that eventually he's, one, giving too much. The, the returns are too high. You know, he's not, he's not, he's not Bernie Madoff. 
Yeah, who's giving them too much money back? Right, Bernie Madoff was giving you enough that you're doing you're doing better than everybody else, but not so much that it's not that it's not unreasonable. Yeah, and so he was able to go forever. Blaine's not that sharp. Blaine's giving guys huge returns, and so eventually he can't pay out the returns, and one or two people ask for their money back, and then he spends them and he spends them, and he you know oh I'm I'm in Europe right now, or oh my my my. My phone, uh, it doesn't work. I couldn't return your email. Oh, didn't you get the wire? Didn't you get the wire? Like, I've read all the excuses. Yeah. How old is this? How old is he at this point, by the way? He's tw- early 20s. Early 20s. Early right 20s? On. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Yeah. So, I, bro, and I mean, you know, anyway, he's... Uh, You've got to be smart in your early 20s to at least even know about all this type of stuff. for trading had, and shit. He's sharp. He's sharp, and obviously he's ruthless. Yeah. So, got people are pulling money out of their face. He's convincing people to pull money out of their 401k. Get 30 grand out of your 401k. Give me 30 grand. I'm going to have you $45,000 within 6 months. You never get your 40. You're not getting your 30. Right. So, he this goes on and on and eventually these guys kind of start grouping together cuz they do know a lot of, of a lot of one another. So, eventually a, a group of like I think 7 or 8 of them get together. They track him down at his house. And, uh, oh, yeah, this is the video. The video. You have a video of this. I have a video on my website, Inside True Crime, which is on YouTube. And it's the video. One of the guys brings a video camera and videos them confronting him. And he's all, they're like, they're, try, they're telling him he's going to sign this piece of paper. You're going to this. He's all like, well, how much time do I have to give the money back? And at one point he says, he's like, well, I don't feel comfortable with all you guys are pressuring me. And they're like, we don't feel comfortable with you stealing from us. And he's yeah. like, all right, all right. So he signs, and one of the guys, at the very end of the, of the video, they cut it off. One of the guys is like, look, if you don't have the money by, like, Monday or something, they're like, we're going to come back here. He goes, but I'm, I'm going to come back here with some other guys that aren't like these guys. And you're going to be sorry. And then they <laughs> yeah. cut the video. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's on, the, on, the, uh, on the website. So, okay, so, and basically I know about that whole scam because it was all in the FDLE report. Which I have this whole FDLE report, but let me keep let me flip through here, just so that I can keep up with where I'm at. He loses the money, so basically these guys end up. They go to his house. He doesn't have the money. They say he says he's going to have the money. He doesn't have the money. Right. And eventually he just moves. Okay. Picks up his shit and he moves. He Naples, moves to, right? Yeah, moves exactly. <clears throat> so he he leaves Orlando, moves to uh, Naples. What where's that? What that's uh, Melbourne? No, Naples. Naples is on this coast, on the Gulf Coast. Okay. So it's probably like two hours south of St. Pete. So when he's there, he meets a guy named da- he meets a guy named Damien Broomfield. Damien is kind of a computer geek, and uh, he's working IT for some company, and he meets Damien's girlfriend knows Blaine's wife or fiance or whatever. Yeah, and they end up at a party together, and they start talking. He sees that he's driving a nice new, you know, Mercedes or whatever, and so they have a little chit chat, and they both kind of fancy themselves as being, you know, savvy business guys. And so Blaine starts talking up Damien, tells him about how he's in Forex, making a bunch of money, doing really well. They ha- they hit it off, and they decide to go ahead and start, um, or. Damien decides to give him some money to invest. So he gives him like 50 grand to invest. Is it 50? Yeah, it's 50 grand to invest. So he gives him like 50 grand and Blaine basically blows that money. 
And so when Damien comes back for the money, he says, he convinces them, listen, let's open up a business together. We'll open up a Forex trading company. We'll trade Forex. Uh, it's like a, you know, uh, like a hedge fund or something where you guys will invest and we'll invest their money. So I don't quite know if Damien at that point knew his money was gone or if he just kind of joined in. But he very quickly realized his money was gone because Damien immediately turns around and starts raising money. Well, the guy that Damien knows that has money is a guy named Donovan Davis. So he goes to Donovan and he says, hey, Donovan, Donovan's driving a Porsche. He's got a Lamborghini. He's got, um, you know, he's got a Bentley. And how, explain again how he has money, what his business does. He has money. His parents came here. They started a company eventually, and it, they buy and sell dirt. Yeah. Okay, so not buy and sell. They, they buy sell, land. They buy land. They dig it up. They sell dirt. I don't think they're buying dirt. So they're <laughs> selling dirt. So well, technically, they, they are. Basic, yeah, I guess. Basically, what they do is uh, I think all of Brevard County is like two or three feet under uh, under sea level so to build on it you can't build on anything that's not sea level so you, they'll sell you the dirt to build up the land to build your house or build right. your subdivision just fill dirt. right fill dirt that's smart you own the real estate and you just mine it for fucking they don't even, revenue they don't even own, they don't even own the real estate just start digging oh, really? in the backyard what so you owe you have 40 acres they come in they say we're going to lease it for the next two years and we're going to dig out x amount of dirt out of your land and okay. when you're done you're going to have a bunch of a bunch of huge ponds, and you can turn around, and you can sell it to a sub uh, and create a subdivision. Now you get basically have lakefront property. Wow! And they yeah. go, okay, cool. So they go and they dig a big a bit, dig here, dig here, dig here. And when you leave, you're happy. They just now it's a bunch of ponds. So I got a, I got this lakefront property. I can have a developer come in, put in the roads, and I can sell it off at that like that. Mm-hmm. They're happy because they've been able to sell that fill dirt. Yeah. So everybody's happy. So. That's what they do. And Donovan, when he graduates high school, he's and he's always been working on like, I got pictures of him on my website, insidetruecrime.com. <laughs> so uh, pictures of him and his brother working on the uh, working on excavators, working on uh, tractors. I mean, little tiny kids. They're they're so they have uh, what what's that that show the um, Gold Rush show where they have the yeah, big gold rush. Dred- the dredges. Yeah, they've got a dredge. Damn. I mean, they're they're not fucking around. Yeah. So. He's been doing this his whole life. So he comes into the business. He, start, he starts working the business, and he said very quickly he ends up going into the office, and the business ends up just booming. Like he really takes it from being this business that's doing well to really doing well. I forget the number, what the, how much it grew after he got in and really started. They were doing like in the millions per month, you said. Right, right. It was, it, was, it was a huge amount of money. So he's making a ton of money. Like I said, Lamborghinis. You see his fucking house, man. It's a mansion. All from selling dirt. From selling dirt. That's nuts. So he's doing great. Damien knows him. The families know each other. Damien comes in and says, look, man, I'm starting this, this uh, 4X company. Uh, it's a, we're doing management. We're doing Forex trading and we're going to, we're taking, can you, you know, you should invest. I'm telling you easiest money you ever made. I can make you a bunch of money. Go to the website, check it out. So Donovan does eventually Donovan's dad's like, look, you know, he keeps hounding Donovan. He's like, he's like, look, man, he's trying to start up a business. Give, give him some money. So Donovan goes, all right, fine. He gives him like 50 grand. Well, like a month later, Donovan's made like three or four grand off of 50 in a month. He's like, fuck. He gives him another 50. He goes online and he checks and he, he checks it out and he's like, yeah, look, I made the money. That money's gone, bro. Mm-hmm. 
that money almost that money went straight to Damien and to um and to Blaine. Mm-hmm. It was like almost it was like a few thousand dollars was actually put into any trades. So he gives him another fifty grand, gone. Gives him a hundred grand. Then he invites Damien to go talk to his family. Donovan comes in and says, "Man, I'm man, I'm making a bunch of money. I'm getting like seven percent, eight percent a month. That's like seventy percent a year. It's like I'm sorry, it's like eighty something, eighty four percent a year. Fucking, I'm I'm gonna double my money. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah, my, he goes, yeah, and of course Damien say, well, I don't know much about it." But Blaine is is a master trader. He knows everything about it. Blaine's a hit or miss guy. I mean, it, it's difficult to make money in, in, in 4X. So anyway, next thing you know, the uh, his aunt and uncle put in money. His uh, they put somebody who who's it put one oh his best friend puts in like fifty grand. Um, they put in another. Uh, somebody else puts in like a hundred. Somebody else puts in uh, fifty. Somebody else. Next thing you know, he's raised like half a million dollars from his own family. So, and this is you know Donovan's. Yeah, it's great, Damon. Yeah, I'm friend of the family. So you know, it's a. I think it's called a, an infinity uh, scam uh, where you you go to your friends and family and they become your first victims. So <laughs> it's fucked up. So they make a bunch of money. Well, then Donovan gets invited to several of these uh, of these conven- these uh, like. They're like meetings where the people come in and you try and get investors and you sell. They sell software, trading software, and they sell different. They talk about different platforms and companies come like in. Like a trade show. Like a trade show. But they also kind of teach classes on it. Well, Blaine's there and Blaine's teaching the classes. So when Donovan gets there, he's like, fuck, this is the guy. This is your partner. Yeah, man, he's a master trader. Well, Donovan speaks with several guys from like PFG is, was the biggest Forex trading company that was out there, right? They were like a billion dollars or something outrageous. So he, he, Donovan's there talking with these guys, and these guys are like, oh, this guy's amazing. This guy, Blaine's phenomenal. Everybody could say nothing but amazing things about Blaine, how wonderful he was. So Donovan's like, wow. Well, they keep, he, they keep raising money. Eventually, they come to him. Eventually, they, they come to Donovan, and they say, listen... You know, at this point, Donovan's put in, I think, two million, him and his family put in like $2 million. Hmm. So they're doing pretty good. So Damien and uh, Blaine are doing pretty good. So they come to Donovan. They go, listen, man, you've helped us out so much. We're going to give you, we're going to give you a third of the company for $600,000. So you give us another $600,000, we're going to give you a third of the company. And um, so he, uh, I just remember when, um, when we taught, when he told me that the first time he told me that he was telling me the story, he goes, yeah, so yeah. So they were going to give me a third of the company. I remember I go, why? He goes, what do you mean? I go, why would they do that? Yeah. And he goes, well, you know, cause I'd helped them out. I said, right. You gave them $2 million. They're not making the whole 2 million. They're making a small percentage on the trades. Yeah. Why would they give you a third of the companies. Well, I was going to give them $600,000. I said, yeah, but they're doing well. <clears throat> and they're just going to continue to do well. And you're already raising the money for no, for nothing. For free. You're already helping them, yeah. introducing them. And all of these people are making money. So this thing's going to spread very... A Ponzi scheme doesn't need a lot of advertisement. It <laughs> spreads pretty quickly because yeah. it's so phenomenal. Word of mouth. Yeah. <laughs> right. So why do they need you? I didn't know. I, had, I really knew nothing about, the, about his story at this point. But instinctually, I knew... 
something's wrong. Yeah. You don't can something over for $600,000 that to me is worth, going to be worth hundreds of millions. Yeah. Right. And he, he goes, well, I, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I gave him the six, you know, 600,000. And so, yeah. And I was like, and, and he goes, yeah, I mean, he goes, it was, it was a scam. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, it was a scam. They, they, they came to him. They said, give us 600,000 and all you've got to do is raise money. So one, I get you for 600,000 more and you bring in more and money. I bring you in and give you an incentive to raise money for me. And mm. so that's what he does. He has his uh, his lawyer look up the look through the paperwork. His lawyer does due diligence, checks out the whole model, checks out everything, checks out both Damien and um, and Blaine and says, these guys are amazing. This guy, Blaine, is phenomenal. This is a great business opportunity. By the way, Blaine had been arrested several times. The so lawyer still said he was... Couldn't have been, he must not How have do they even, come up with all that paperwork and stuff? Well, They're making not, it and stuff? Or? Who? The uh, Damien and, and Blaine, all this paperwork. For, yeah, it's not hard to come up with a, a bank statement. You just got to come up with a bank statement. Damien can do it. That's it. Yeah, he's got a he's an IT guy. Yeah, that's how he made he's it got, the fake website, right? With yeah, all he's the, got, showing the, he's got the, the numbers. website. He's got everything. There, listen, it's it's I could I can come up with a couple with a dummy website yeah. that'll fool you. So. And this guy's got a degree. So he knows what he's doing. Thought he totally <laughs> fine arts degree. <laughs> I was just going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> so you haven't looked at that once. Okay. What ends up happening is, is uh, Donovan puts in the money. He starts raising money and starts raising a lot of money. They, they get a big office. They've got, they've got a bunch of these, this, uh, they got an office like in, it was in Naples, one in uh, Melbourne. Mm. They've got there. So, they're kicking ass. They're raising money. Eventually, this guy by the name of um, Chris Roman Deddy comes in, and uh, and listen, Blaine, Blaine is good. Okay, he's he's very good at what he does. And I have an example that I use uh, in here. The example is that that Blaine at one point goes to Chicago. So I'm pretty sure it's Chicago. So at one point, Blaine goes to Chicago. And he's going to strip clubs, and he's blowing money. The strip clubs are actually outside of Chicago. You have to drive there. They don't. I don't think they. They don't have any inside. But anyway, so he goes to the strip clubs. He's blowing money. Well, one day after he gets into a limo, and the limo driver, female driver, hears him bragging about how he's blown like twenty grand or something. He blew over twenty grand in the last couple nights on strippers, and she goes, "What do you do for a living?" And he says, oh, "I I I I own a." I'm a Forex trader and I own part of a Forex company called Capital Blue. And they came with the name Capital, that was the name of the company, Capital Blue. Why do they call it that? Um, he thought, I, one, I don't know why he came up with Capital Blue, but I do know that he said Blue, B-L-U. He knocked the E off because he thought it made it sound more trendy. Yeah. Um, I actually have that in, a, in, a, <laughs> in the thing that they explain, they ask, and he goes, I knocked the knee off, the, the, the E off because it sounded Blue, better. now it's an E-Sig company. Yeah. So, he, he, uh, so she hears him talking. He talks to her for five minutes, pitches her what he does. She says, I've got, she says, I've saved $25,000 for my kid's child, for my, my child's uh, college fund. She says, maybe I should give it to you. He goes, oh, and he man. says something like, he is our minimum, our minimum is like 40 grand or 50 grand. I thought he said it was a hundred in the story. No. And what does he say? It was a hundred. In the audio, but in the audio, when you sent me, he said the minimum is a hundred, but I guess. 100. I no, no, no. 100%. He says, 
yeah, you're right, 100,000. Yeah. He goes, the minimum is 100,000. He said, but I like you. I'll take the 25,000. <laughs> damn, that's fucked he up. He just took her fucking kids. God I mean, this damn, is ruthless. man. That's ruthless. That so, is ruthless. And she, she wires the money. Like a week later, she wires the money. Donovan <laughs> said, he goes, I found out about that at my sentencing. That's the first time I ever heard that. Damn. Her. Of course, the money just phew, right to blame. They're not, he's not trading it. So what happens is they end up, they end up, there's a guy named Chris Romandetti. He comes in. Who's, yeah, who is he? So Chris Romandetti is a, he owned, uh, I think he owned the building that they opened one of their offices in. And he comes in and he's an investor and he owns a bunch of real estate. He comes in and he, he meets uh, Donovan. Donovan talks to him. Then Donovan arranges a meeting with him and he and Damien and, and Blaine. And they all talk and have a talk. And uh, he's dazzled and he puts a million dollars in. And he works out a deal where he gets 2% of any money that he brings in from friends. Mm. So Roman Deddy goes out and he starts raising millions of dollars. So Donovan's raising good money. He's raising some money. Roman Deddy really rakes in the money. So Roman Deddy convinces them to buy a plane. So they, buy, they end up buying like a capital a plane for Capital Blue. Yeah, I think so, it was a $2 million citation or something. Right, so they can fly people around and... All Donovan's really doing is bringing people out on fishing trips. Matter of fact, Blaine actually tells the IRS investigators that he thought of Donovan more as an employee than as a partner. Hmm. He had told, tells him he had no experience in forex. Uh, Damien had very little experience, and and Blaine's a hit or miss guy. He's not he's not brilliant. He's not making a ton of money. The thing and the thing is. Here's what I always ask Donovan. I was like, why would they hire? Why would they bring you in? You don't know anything about Forex. You sell dirt for a living. (laughs) And he's like, right. And he said, well, that's the whole thing. I I think it was because I didn't know anything. Right. So you're going to blindly believe anything I tell you because I'm an expert. So if I tell you this is how it works, this is what you go tell them when they ask that. He goes, oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, rich guys, and hey, we're going to go fishing and this and this. Yeah, I'm making great money. You see my Ferrari or my, my Lamborghini. I, we got a fucking plane. We're making a ton of fucking money. Yeah. Well, how much money can I lose? Ah, like 20%. The most you could lose is 20%. You can lose everything you have. It's <clears> interesting <throat> that meanwhile, Damien, or not Damien. Um, Blaine. Blaine. No. Donovan. Donovan. Donovan is still rich. His company's still making tons of fucking money right. during this whole time. Right. So he's not... I mean, that guy's more than comfortable. Right. He doesn't, he's thinking this is the next Google. These okay, guys yeah. are making 100% a year, 90% right. a year. What, what business do you do? That? Where, what, I give you $100,000 and a year later I got $200,000. And how is he? A year he, later I got four hundred. Is Blaine compensating him in any way? Well, he's, he's yeah, he is getting a salary. I think he's getting he gets like dollars to $15,000 a month. He's also owns the dirt business. Yeah, he's like all I really do is bring people on fishing trips, and um, and set up seminars. So he's just investing his time in yeah. this in this blue capital company because yeah. he thinks it's going to be a huge hit. Think it's going to be huge. Plus, he's making money, and he's still investing money. Still he, investing his own money, his own money. Yeah, and getting family and friends and investors <laughs> and everybody damn. to invest money in this in this whole thing. So the gap. It turns out, and that's where I actually got the name because there's multiple documents where they talk about the gap. The gap is the difference between what they actually have in the bank. Liquid money. 
Right. Liquid money and what the investors think they have. Hmm. So there's, so the investors think they have $25 million they're trading. Well, they've already pissed through a couple million dollars. <laughs> they've only got $19 million left or $20 million left out of the 25. So the gap is the difference between what they actually have and what everybody, what they're supposed they to have. have. Right. Yeah. And that's the gap. Well, what happens is they are trading. And they're trading with a company. One of the trades, trading companies they're, they're dealing with is a company called a PFG, Peregrine Financial um, uh, Group. And that's owned by a guy named uh, Russell Wusendorf. <clears throat> Wusend- and the company's worth like a billion dollars at this time. So they're trading through PFG. Well, they give PFG the money. Well, what happens is in 2000 and 2008, there's just this catastrophic correction in the market, right? Because it's, you know, it's coming up on the uh, financial crisis. So the market's just up and down where there's this huge correction. And it, it almost wipes them out. Hmm. So PFG does a margin call. Hey, we want all our money. You guys are doing it on margin. Well, guess what? It's gone. We need the money. So they immediately Donovan goes and wires them a million dollars. So he's still dumping money in. He's, he's no clue. So they lose a huge chunk. I don't know if it's 20, 30%. I forget what the percentage is. They lose a, just a ton of money. Oh, man. So they lose a ton of money, and Donovan has no clue. Well, then there's another correction, and basically the company's just wiped out. Whatever. So at this point, it, it, they're not wiped out. They still have some money, but they're, 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 they're pretty well, pretty beat up. So, sorry, explain to me, explain this, like, for dummies. PFG, they're spending, they have, let's say they had $19 million in liquid cash, in the bank, and PFG is in control of that that nineteen million because they're the company well, they're that's betting, trading. It. They're 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 trading through them, like they're they're trading through PFG. For for instance, if you come to me and I'm I'm a mortgage broker, I'm I can't just lend you the money. You know, I'm going to a bank right. or to a lender. You're the broker, right? They're the ones who are actually in charge of. The actual funds. So PFG is the broker. It's like a bank. It's like a bank. No, it's like a bank. Oh, PFG is the capital, bank. Capital Blue is like a management company. They're managing it. But the actual company that's buying and selling all of it is PFG. Okay. So PFG, so the money, they say, look, you, you guys told us to do this. We did it. You just lost your money. Fuck. Right. So they're like, they don't tell Donovan, though. Donovan still has no clue. He thinks everything's cool. We're okay. They don't tell him that the positions are closed and the money's gone. They say that the million dollars helped keep the positions open, and they're going to leave them open until the market corrects, and then they'll sell, and they're fine. No big deal. Got it. No big deal. Got we, it. We just bought ourselves some time. No problem. He goes, okay, cool. He's got no problem. He's still putting money in. We're good. I'm going to meet these investors next week. We're good. So, Meanwhile, Blaine knows it's Blaine knows it's over. Yeah. Damien. Now, at this point, Blaine knows it's over. And Blaine starts coming up with a strategy to start removing the money. How do I remove? So I'm going to start removing all this as much money as I can so that I can haul ass. And when I haul ass, I leave these two holding the bag. So what he does is he and Damien end up going to um, Switzerland. Well, they go to uh, Slovakia. They end up driving into... uh, 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 into Switzerland, and they go to uh, Julius Baer's bank, which is a uh, uh, it's a bank that's 
you know, it's not like a fucking Bank of America. Yeah. So they have uh, they have banks all over the world, none in the United States, though. So what happens is they go there and they meet with a guy. And keep on, I'm getting all this from Blaine. This is all from his uh, his um, memorandum of interviews that he gave. He said, oh, yeah, we met with this guy at Julius uh, Bears. We met with them all day. They're the offshore kings. And they told us how to open up offshore accounts. And we spent the whole day with them. And Damien opened up an account. And basically, they opened up accounts. He then turned around and he opened up accounts with several other uh, other uh, banks. And he ends up working out a deal with Wusendorf where he sends him money and then Wusendorf wires parts of the money. He ends up selling what's called uh, um, puts. So he ends up buying or selling off positions and he has the money wired offshore to his own personal bank accounts. And the only re- the reason I know that is because when we ordered the documents, one of the documents I got back was Blaine had opened up several offshore accounts in the names of different corporations. One of his corporations was called um, uh, Nakano Capital Advisors. So he also opened up a bank account with uh, the Bank of China. And I have accounts here, or I have withdrawals that were sent to him, 75000 50000 9000 um, uh, $5,600, uh, I mean, $71,000. The total is $4,900,000 that was sent to different bank accounts, one of them being the Bank of China. So he's got Julius Bears and the Bank of China. The only reason I I want to mention that is because it becomes relevant. So what ends up happening is at some point, Damien realizes things are going wrong. He knows money's being wired, that Blaine's siphoning off money. He calls Donovan and tells Donovan, listen, I think Blaine's stealing from us. So he then goes, tells Donovan, Donovan goes, and they, they go and they confront Blaine, and Blaine says, you know, Blaine's drunk at the time, and he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, he's like, look, you're fired. You, we, we know you're stealing money. Donovan why do they th- why do they suspicious because Don because Damien tells he shows Donovan proof that one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars was wired to to um, Blaine's account that was supposed to be wired to their account mm. and he said look and he shows him the documents look I've got the doc here's the thing look it was wired directly to his account and isn't as soon as Damien showed Donovan proof of this. They found Donovan instantly got a got a moving truck, went to the office, and then he they he got an employee to bait Blaine out of the right, office right. for like lunch or something, right? Yeah, 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 for yeah for like drinks. And so when Blaine comes back, he's drunk. He's been drinking, yeah. trying to keep him there. And he's like, "What are you doing?" He's and like, meanwhile, Donovan's cleaned out the office, cleaned it out, closed, locking up the doors. You're done. And he's like, "What are you doing?" He's and he's like, "You know, look, you're you're stealing from us." And Blaine says, "That fuck, I'm, that, that's it. I'm on the. I'm on. I'm I'm going." I'm going to Australia. But Damien's part of stealing it too, right? Yeah, but Damien feels like all the trades are being done from from Blaine. And he knows the whole company's going under. And he knows Blaine's siphoning off money. Doesn't know how much, but he yeah. does know it. It's it's happening. Yeah. So what do what do I do? I'm in this. What do I do? I need to step back with you who you're innocent and it's yeah. us against him. He's the con man. Damien knows he ha- about the other Ponzi scheme he ran. Yeah. Damien's clean. So 
you and I are clean. We're together. This guy's a fucking career criminal. He's already got one Ponzi scheme. He then opened another Ponzi scheme, and he got you and I, Donovan. No, he didn't. Mm-hmm. He got Donovan. Yeah. You joined the, the fucking. Damien brought yeah, Donovan you, in, yeah. right? And you joined the Ponzi yeah. scheme. When you found out your 50 grand was gone, you joined up with him to try and get your 50 grand back. And you, you roped in Donovan and all of his fucking family. And Roman Deddy to get a bunch more people. These guys have got seventeen million dollars. Yeah. Some of some of the documents say it's eighteen million. Some say seventeen. I got some that's twenty, but I always go with seventeen only because it's a more conservative number. And be- <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> is ridiculous. Very conservative. But it, ultimately, that's what Donovan was held uh, responsible for, including his own two million dollars. So you're going to say, I lost seventeen million. Two million of it's mine. Yeah, and we're going to send it to you on it. Fuck you. So restitution. That's it. You got to pay back your own money. Damn. So <laughs> and didn't didn't uh, Blaine That's when he, up. Blaine showed up half in the bag to the office. He's like, where where's my where's my file, file cabinet? cabinet? Yeah, the file cabinet, which is where a lot of the, some of the documents came from. Because at the at the time he was already involved in some legal shit, right? Oh yeah, he was trying to pay, he was paying back his original victims. He was his first his original Ponzi scheme. Victims, he's paying them back because eventually he got indicted. I mean, not indicted. Eventually, the U.S. attorney, eventually the U.S. attorney, a guy by the name of uh, Hanberg uh, in Orlando, contacts Blaine. Blaine gets a lawyer, brings him in, and says, listen, you've got these investors. You owe them like half a million, a million dollars, whatever it is. Uh, you have to, you know. I'm going to indict you. It's called pretrial intervention. Mm. I'm going to give you an opportunity to make good. If you can pay them back and fix it, I won't indict you. Blaine convinces Hanberg, I can pay them back, but you have to let me keep working in the same industry that allowed me to fleece them to begin with. Let me set up another Ponzi let, scheme right, so I can pay me, them back. Right, right. Wow. I got you. And they let him. And he convinced the and U.S. He convinced attorney. The US. That, that's how, I mean, that's, that's a testament to how slick he is. Fuck, dude. So Hamburg says, okay, I'll let you go. Let me tell you, Hamburg's pretty slick. Hamburg, you, you know the, the Pulse shooting? Remember the Pulse yes, shooting? The, the guy night, who goes the nightclub in Orlando. Kills yeah. all the, the gay oh, people, yeah. all the, the uh, homosexuals and yeah. that, right? So he kills them all, right? Remember how they ended up arresting his, the, the Pulse shooter's wife and she goes to trial? Mm, no, no, I don't remember the, the Pulse shooter's dead. Okay. So who do we, well, he's dead. Fuck, we need to put somebody on trial. Let's go ahead and let's grab his wife. Mm. So they indict her. Oh, she why? goes to Say trial. She knows about it or something? They're saying she knows about it. She No way she couldn't have known. She had to know. She was in the car when he drove by the place and was staking it out. She this, And she's saying, I don't fucking know nothing. You're crazy. So they put her on trial. He loses. So Hamburg's like, he's just off the chain. You're arresting people that have nothing to fucking do with nothing and putting them on trial. And you lose. Wow. He lost yeah, across the like board. He's, he's, yeah. So anyway, so what happens is he comes in and Blaine ends up starting another Ponzi scheme, steals the money, pays the, some of those victims back. And then the, this happens and then he takes off to Australia. This is right after right, the whole right thing after collapses. Donovan came in and cleared out the office because they found out he stole 150 grand. Right. So 115, I think. He's I on think. the next flight to Australia. Australia. Jumps <laughs> on the plane to Australia, goes straight to Australia. He stays there a week. 
So he goes. Um, why? Because they're calling the cops and blowing the yeah, whole scene he, up. Or yeah, what? yeah. Donovan's gonna call the U.S. attorney. Yeah. He's calling. He's like, I'm calling the fucking U.S. attorney. Calling the feds. Fuck it, nerds. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, so this exactly. This guy's like, I'm. Yeah, I'm done. He jumps on a plane and fucking goes straight to uh, Australia. The thing is, he goes to Australia. He goes to Australia. Then he goes to I think it's Singapore. He goes oh, to, oh the Philippines. The yeah, yeah, yeah. He flies into the Philippines. He goes to Australia, stays there for like a week or 10 day, whatever. Then he goes to the Philippines, and from the Philippines, he goes to Hong Kong. Just so happens that Julius Baer's bank, there's a, in the, in the financial, or the banking district, financial district of Hong Kong, there's a Julius Baer's bank and the Bank of China. So he goes there, he's there for like a couple of days, a few days, goes there, hangs out, and then flies back to Australia. So if you're in Australia, why would you go straight to where there's two of the major banks that you've been sending money to? Get money. Right, so he's pulling money out. out. Huh? He's yep. pulling the money out. Either that, resecuring the money, shifting it to a different account, doing something. Now, here's the, here's the other thing which you got to realize, too, is this. If you're an American citizen and I open up a bank account with Julius Baer's bank, don't they have to tell the U.S. government that I have a bank account there? That's a good question. They do. Technically, they do. They have to. They don't have. They don't. Won't, don't have to tell you how much money's there, but we will tell you. He. One of your citizens has a bank here. Okay. So they're supposed to report that. Right. Right. Unless your wife happens to be Filipino, and she's not a U.S. citizen, and she can open up the bank account for you. Now his mm. wife is has a propensity for fraud because she's she's been indicted for fraud. Yeah. She's actually used her mother's information. To commit fraud in the United States, got a loan for eight hundred fifty thousand dollars that they couldn't pay. So, point is, is that the wife's. So, the idea that he could open up a bunch of bank accounts that he has control over using a, a non-citizen is is very doable. Yeah. There's no reason for him to go to Hong Kong. I mean, as a young guy, I could see going wanting to go to Hong Kong for a few days, but yeah. um, but and I'm and actually remember I told you I met a couple of guys. In Coleman, that knew Blaine, that had been locked up with Blaine. Yeah. One of the things I say in the story is funny because I'm like, look, I think this is why he went here for because of the banks. It's the only thing that makes sense. But the, both the guys told me a story. They said he went there. They said he had business there. Mm-hmm. Never really said what it was, but they did say that he ended up. He told both of them that he ended up banging a couple of strippers or, or, or call girls or something. He goes all night, like three, gets like three fucking uh, chicks, brings them back to his place. He's like a really nice hotel. And he's, he's banging them all night long so bad that he almost misses his flight in the morning. Like he passes out, wakes up late, fucking races there, almost misses the flight. They both told me the same thing. Those are the same two guys that when I said, what's he like? And they both went, you know, he's. A lot like you, and I was like, "That's fuck, bro." And they were like, "No, I mean, he's likable. He's funny. He's nice. You you trust him, though." And they looked at him and like, "You know, you would give him your soap. Yeah, you give him his soap. <laughs> you just give him the soap." So, anyway, so yeah, that's that's what happens with uh, with that. What are we doing here? Okay, so didn't you say that at one point uh, Donovan or or Damien called him at one, and one of the hookers answered the phone? He's like, "Oh, was that your wife?" Oh yeah, that was when he was in. Uh, that's when he's when in Switzerland. Oh okay. He Donovan called and 
this uh, a, a hooker answers the phone and he goes, "Is that Melanie? Because that's his wife's name. Is that Melanie?" He's like, "Fuck no, it's just some hooker, bro. What's up?" <laughs> He's like, and Donovan, I remember Donovan said, "I knew right then something was up," because Donovan said, "My dad told me one time that a man that will cheat on his wife will have no problem at all fucking you over." Because mm-hmm. if you'll cheat on the woman you love, you got no problem fucking over some guy that means business nothing. partner. Right, business partner. Donovan said to me, he goes, I just didn't think I would be that guy. Yeah. You know? So, because he liked Blaine. Hate to see it. You know? He's like, he was super likable. You just trusted him. Yeah. So, what ends up happening is Blaine ends up, what? <laughs> nothing. I just, I'm just laughing about how it relates to you, how it's just like how it reminded him of you. It's just. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's so it's, funny because of the you, like, you want to like you. I want to trust you. Yeah. You could be fucking me so hard right now. I don't even know about it. I feel bad about that, that everybody has a, that I'm a nice guy. I mean, I mean, genuinely, I, I'm trustworthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. It's not with my paycheck. <laughs> so, uh, listen, I'm, I'm good for all that money. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it right now. So. <laughs> point is is that he's now back in australia he's probably secured his his funds he's good well the government come or donovan goes to the u.s attorney and says this whole thing's a fraud it's a ponzi scheme this i think that blaine took off with a bunch of money now donovan doesn't know all of this yet but he does know that some money has been diverted he doesn't know to what extent right he also thinks that a, a portion of the money Blaine's saying, Blaine and Damien are saying all the money was left was lost in PFG. Donovan's looking at the documents and saying, I don't think so. We didn't have all the money in PFG. There's still several million dollars left. Now, of course, everything's been closed up. The government comes in and shuts everything off. Donovan doesn't have access to it. So he goes to Hanberg and he explains, look, this guy Blaine, blah, blah. He's like, look, I know all about Blaine. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, and he explains about the first Ponzi scheme. He's like, well, if you fucking knew about him. Then what'd you let him keep doing it for? Yeah. Why'd you let him? And so... Hamburg is the U.S. attorney. U.S. attorney in, in, in Orlando. So Hamburg gets upset with Donovan and tells him and his lawyer to get out. We're done. So... Then Donovan, the CF, CFTC comes in, which is a, a governing body. They come in and they sue for the trades and the loss of the money and the mishandling of all the funds. And they sue Donovan and they sue uh, uh, Damien. They sue Capital Blue. They sue Blaine. Of course, Blaine's in Australia. Yeah. So they go to, they go to the, they go to the trial. Donovan never testifies. Damien testifies during that testimony. Donovan realizes, finds out that his initial, this is when he finds out that basically his initial investment was never traded. It's just, Spent here, spent here. So he's like, okay, the first the 50, then the other 50, then the 100, then the 100, then the this, then the that, then my parents' money, all of it's going all over the place because they have the documents. So this is the first time he realizes this is all bullshit and Damien's definitely in on it. But he doesn't, he said, but I don't really say anything at that point. I still keep saying, yeah, yeah, it's Blaine's fault, it's Blaine's fault. So he ends up going to Damien one day and they're going over all the stuff because they think they're going to be indicted. So they're looking over all the documents and Donovan says, look, you know, we need to get all this stuff correct. And Damien goes, what if we find some documents that show that Blaine is solely responsible? And he goes... Some emails. Yeah, some emails. 
And he goes, do you have those? Why didn't you give them to the fucking, to the lawyers? And he says, no, I don't, I haven't found them yet. He said, but what if we find, and he does air quotes. Mm-hmm. He goes, and he goes, what are you talking about? And he's like, what do you mean find? You mean like make? He's like, yeah, what if we make it? And he goes, oh, no, 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 he goes, I don't want anything to do with that. And he gets up and leaves. He calls his lawyer and he says, look, Damien's talking about faking emails. You got to call the, the F, uh, call the feds. So he calls Hamburg. They talk. They end up hooking him up with, I think it's a, a might be a Secret Service agent. They're going to wire him up. Mm. Well, something happens and they decide not to. Like they're like, we're not going to wire you up and have you get, get, uh, get, inf- get information on Damien. So instead, Donovan takes it upon himself and he, he, I think he uses his cell phone and he wires himself up and he goes back a couple days later and he says, hey, and he starts talking to him about, remember that time, the last time I was here and you, you said, talk, you talked about finding some emails and he's like, he's like, yeah, 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 that was stupid. That was stupid. He's like, well, what, what were you talking about? So he gets him to basically start talking about, well, I'm saying like if we like maybe made some emails, right. he's like, but that, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do that. He's like, he's like. He starts talking to him about possibly taking a plea and helping the government. He's like, okay, well, how can I help them? I don't know anything. So I can't help them with, a, uh, with the case against Blaine because right. I don't know what Blaine was doing. So what am I going to say? And so Damien's like, yeah, but, you know, if you just help them, he's like, what am I going to say? Like make something up? He's like, yeah, if you say it doesn't have to be true. Keep in mind, I've got all the fucking – all the – um. The transcripts, Donovan had all this transcribed. So it talk, and it's, this is Damien talking about lying for the benefit of the government. Mm-hmm. He says it on there. All we've got to do is give them information or tell them what they want to hear to help them with their case. And we can get, we can get our, 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 a reduced sentence and we barely have to do any time, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Donovan goes, I'm not going to do anything like that. I didn't do anything wrong. So what ends up happening is... Uh, is eventually Damien takes a plea and tells Donovan, sends him this email right here which says, can't talk anymore, you've been recording our conversations. That's oh, a shit. copy of the screen. How do you find out? That's the whole thing. Hamburg told him. Had to tell him. Either so they're, using, they're using text message screenshots. Yeah, well this, is, well, this is the screenshot that when he sent him, I can't talk to you anymore. Right. So Damien sent him this text saying, hey, I can't talk to you. We're recording right. our phone. The only way to know that, Donovan said the only way for him to know that is the U.S. government. Now, a couple days after this, he takes a plea. He Damien. Signed a plea. Damien takes yeah. a plea. <clears throat> so the government told him, this guy's recording you. <coughs> the government had to. They're the only ones right. that knew because Donovan's taking the recordings, telling his lawyer. His lawyer is then sending him to the Secret Service and the U.S. attorney. U.S. attorney then tells him, stop talking to this guy. He's recording you. Holy He's recording shit. you saying you're going to manufacture emails. Yeah. And that you're going to lie for us to help convict these guys. Damn. So that's the email they sent him. And look, I mean, I got fucking tons of this shit. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So he's, Donovan's tried to explain the whole thing, right? Hamburg doesn't believe him. I don't believe you. He thinks Donovan's in on it. Donovan's in on it. So Donovan says, this guy will not believe me. And he's using this guy who's talking about manufacturing evidence to try and convict me. He may indict me. I'm worried. I know what will convince him. I'm going to go to an FBI 
um, an FBI expert that does polygraphs, and I'm going to have him polygraph me. So Donovan has himself polygraphed about whether he was a part of that fucking Ponzi scheme or not. And the, this is an FBI, uh, what do they call them? Polyographers or some fucking yeah, thing? Yeah, polyographers. Sure. Is it right. really? That sounds good. Let's go with that. Let's do it. Okay. And it says, uh, I evaluated this examination as not indicative of deception. Hmm. There's not, he's not, he didn't deceive anybody. He's not right. lying. He ain't lying. Right. This is your own, this is the same, same, this is the same guy that the FBI uses. So Hamburg indicts Donovan. Um, and then Blaine at some point flies. So this is funny. This isn't funny. See, this, I have a bad sense of humor. It's not funny. Um, kind of is. It's probably funny. It's, it's that Donovan said he's like on a fucking excavator or something. Right. And he gets a phone call from a guy who's a programmer in, in, uh, Canada. Turns out Blaine flew to Canada. And when he, after he flew to Canada, he started another company. Another Ponzi scheme. He starts another Ponzi scheme, and he fucking name? needs money. I don't think so. I think it's just what he did. Listen, when I had a, a few million dollars and I was on the run, and I've got let's go to Vegas and find some homeless people, and, and let's just keep doing it. <laughs> it's good. It's what I'm. It's what I do. I have to do something. I'm good at it. I right. enjoy it. There's a rush in it. I'm sure. Yeah, there's. It's fun. It's not that difficult once you start doing it. Right. Yeah. You keep up in the ante. It's it's good. It's got to get it while you can. Yeah, it's good. So. I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. So what does Blaine do? Even if he's got a few million dollars, fuck it. I'm going to go open another place and get some more money. Right. Why wouldn't I? So you got to do something. Yeah. So he opens up AGM Capital, goes to Canada, and he gets this guy. How much does he get this guy for? Um, oh, uh, is it over half a million bucks? Yeah. So the guy ends up uh, getting a mortgage on his house, pulling out over half a million dollars and gives it to Blaine. Wow. And uh, so the guy called Donovan on the phone, told him what happened, asked him, do you know who this guy is? I found this website. I found your name. I found this. And Donovan's like, yeah, the guy fucking ripped me off too. He ripped a bunch of people off. He's probably going to get me fucking indicted. And so Donovan's like, so there's probably more people in that Ponzi scheme. I met, I got one guy tracked me down. How many other guys are out there in Canada? So that's a third Ponzi scheme. So Blaine is flying all over the country, right? Well, not the country, the world. He's a big shot. He happens to come fly into uh, Houston, right? He flies into Houston. He's popping in, going to leave, just going to visit the wife. So, <laughs> hey, babe, I'm going to come do a pop in, see how you're doing. <laughs> I've been so, in Australia for the past. It's a welfare check. <laughs> yeah. The Secret Service almost caught him like a month earlier. They caught him on, they almost caught him on June 1st. He was supposed to fly in. They found out about it. And for some reason, he just stopped. Mm. He, he didn't show up. Changed his plans. Hmm. Well, then he flies in like a month. It's a month later in, on July 18th, 2010. He flies in. And when he's going through customs, his, uh, his passport, you know, hits a, a, an alert. And they come and they grab him, they arrest him, and, and uh, they bring him to U.S. Marshals holdover. And uh, he, they won't give him bond. I don't know why. So, uh, oh, yeah, I, met, I forgot about the part where he was in, in Perth, uh, Australia, and they the process server. The came? process servers come, yeah. and he thinks he's being arrested. That's yeah. hilarious because I have the whole thing. 
He's like tanning by the pool. He's or something. tanning. <laughs> they he's come getting to serve him. The elevator. He's they come to him. Drinking a margarita. They ask what his name is, and he's like, uh, David. They're like, um, okay, well, David. And they're, they're looking at him like, well, the picture, <laughs> you yeah. look like Blaine Davis. <laughs> and so he keeps lying and lying and lying. Eventually, he pushes the button for his dad. His dad's voice is like, yeah, you know, what's up? He's like, dad, they got me. So <laughs> it ends up he's just being served papers. But then eventually he flies into uh, Houston and he gets grabbed by the Secret Service. So now he's arrested. So, um, so that's that. So and where he's arrested, where is Damien and Donovan at this point? Yeah, they've been indicted. And the government has a star witness, which was the bookkeeper at Capitol Blue. Oh, yeah. Beth. Um, Courtney. So Beth says that she was being given numbers by Blaine and Damien was asking her to change the numbers. And she says Donovan knew about it. It's never really Donovan says. It's it's just her word saying that she says that. I did not know about it. She says, no, no that he was a part of a phone call one time where she spoke to him. He was in the room one time. He knew about it. Like, never really said that he, she had a conversation, but he was definitely there. Yeah. Donovan said, if I was in the room at all and they were talking about the gap, I wouldn't have necessarily known what they were talking about because he thought the gap was an industry term, which he thought the gap was the difference between what the liquidation cost or price was and what the actual, um, uh, what the actual, uh, contracts or something where he said he thought it was an industry term he goes i didn't really know enough about it yeah so he said i i kind of stayed out of it he's like so i don't he goes i don't know what she's talking about <laughs> she says it's it clearly he knew so you no, know it's not good for donovan it's not good for donovan because she's basically without her <laughs> Why'd she say that i don't know i don't, I don't know I, I do know that she is related to chris roman daddy chris roman daddy to the attorney the state no, no, attorney. the guy that dumped a million of his own money in and got all a bunch of buddies to dump it. The guy that raised the bulk of the 17 million that's now missing. Roman Deddy hates Donovan's guts. He's furious. He still loves Blaine. Thinks Blaine's amazing. Doesn't have a problem with Blaine and and, uh, Damien. Can't stand Donovan. Hmm. I'm not sure. Because Donovan brought him in? I think Donovan brought him in. I think Donovan probably, probably... He thinks Donovan knows about it? I think he thinks Donovan probably didn't know anything. At this point, I don't think he, Roman Deddy, I, I don't know what Roman Deddy thinks. I don't <laughs> but even, I know I don't he's related to Beth. So here's the, other, here's the other thing what's interesting. So we've got a little Ponzi scheme, which is, I probably lost half the viewers so far. You got a little, <laughs> you got a little Ponzi scheme. I'm going to wrap it up here. Here We're, we're on page, uh, we're, we're wrapping Dude, this up. This is a short podcast. Yeah, this is, this is, we're like halfway. We're only 40 minutes in. We, we don't have to do no. two hours. Oh, I, come on. I, I, get <coughs> I barely ate today. Right, I'm kind of hungry. We'll take you out to eat after this. What did I have? I had, an, I had a small omelet. I had a 520-calorie omelet. You at, count your calories? It says it right Yeah. <clears throat> really? Bro, I'm... Look at him. Why do you count 50? calories? You count cows. I look... I'm fucking amazing. Are you keto? <laughs> 50? Are you keto? I don't know what keto is, bro. I don't know what all that is. <laughs> all right, keep Danny's going. keto. Okay. Keep going. Um, okay, so... I still want to say some stuff right now. Anyway, say it. no. The point is, listen. Do you remember PFG? Yes, I remember. PFG. They were trading I under do. PFG and PFG lost PFG, all the money. And who was the guy who was the CEO of PFG again? Wusendorf. Wusendorf. Russell Wusendorf. Right. Okay. So we've got all our money, a bunch of money. Not all of it. We've got a bunch of money in PFG, and they do a margin call, and it wipes us out. Yeah. Well, PFG was a Ponzi scheme. 
What? It was a three or four hundred million dollar Ponzi scheme is one of the largest Ponzi schemes for one of the largest. It was the largest Forex Ponzi scheme ever. Gotta be. Yeah. For that much money. (laughs) Wow. So they didn't trade a fucking thing. Russell Wustendorf didn't trade a saw thing. Saw the millions. He just Blaine the know this? No. No. Blaine is doing side deals with them. The truth is he's thinking he's convincing like a legitimate guy to help fucking siphon money and do that. No, he's not. This guy's a crook. So it is like the Russian dolls. So he got played it too, is the Russian like dolls. he's playing everybody else. Uh, do you else? like that comparison? I love that huh. comparison. It's the little Ponzi scheme and the bigger Ponzi scheme. And then the huge Ponzi scheme on top of it. So this is three Ponzi schemes, one on top of Just the other. Just living in the bowels of the bigger Ponzi scheme. Nice bowels, right? In prison, no no thesaurus came up with bowels. Okay, so. Um, Sancho, I did have a thesaurus. That's, 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 that's completely untrue. I did have a thesaurus. But I didn't have spell check or anything. So listen, okay. So Wusendorf, here's the problem with Wusendorf. Wusendorf has been running a pon- how do you run like a fucking half a billion dollar ponzi scheme for is it 20 years he's been doing it he's a little bit sharper than uh, blaine a little sharper than blaine here's how he does but he's it. just doing the same thing just yeah on but a on much a massive scale. scale yeah so, except he's ripping off other, businesses other businesses oh, yeah. he's ripping off ponzi schemes not just you know friends with money yeah he's ripping off people like like Capital Blue, yeah. right? He's like a Madoff, right? So exactly. Yeah. So what happens is, and where, where? I'm sorry, but where was where me? was PFG located? Where was they? Where were they based out of? Chicago, Chicago. Right. I feel like so many Ponzi schemes were in Florida. Florida is filled with a lot of criminals. It like really a, is a ton. A lot, I, a, I've met a ton of like <laughs> like the, the financial criminals. Yeah. Remember the Vitali story, uh, Atonement, yeah, yeah. where he's raising all the money? He said, listen, he goes, you go to uh, Palm Beach area, and he said, man, he said, it's fucking inundated. He said, everybody you meet is a fucking, is a, is a scam artist. So many stories I've heard of Ponzi schemes getting busted in, during the financial crisis in 2008. Yeah, and how fl- long were from they run? Florida. Like right. they're, but they're, and they're running forever. Right. So you're running five years, you're like, yeah, everything's great, and then the economy takes a huge correction and you go and it just destroys your whole fucking thing. You could go forever. How long? Yeah, right. What if they're like look, Madoff it had Madoff could have gone forever. He'd gone for like fucking 15 mm-hmm. or 20 years. I know guys that have gone fucking tw- uh, 10 15 years on Ponzi schemes. And had and that one correction, they don't fucking account for that. And then yeah, but people everybody says, "Oh, I'm scared. Give me my money back." And they're like, right. "Oh, fuck." About that money. (laughs) My bad. Uh, So, all right. So, Wusendorf, here's so likable. Here's. (laughs) Oops. I feel bad. So, listen, um, here's what Wusendorf does. He's all the money he's trading is through U.S. Bank. So, all them, all his accounts are U.S. Bank accounts. They're they're handling everything, which is nothing, by the way. He's not trading anything. So he's just stealing the money. He's blowing two hundred million here. He's lost just tons of money. Uh, Over two hundred million was gone, uh, including capital blue money, six million. I mean, this guy nearly half a billion dollars had flowed through uh, PFG, gone. So here's the problem. He's going to keep going. He could just keep going and going. The problem is, is that the CFTC changes their reporting status he he had r- reported to pfg all the paperwork that comes into the bank that has to be filled out by bank officials 
was all going to a P.O. box he had opened in the name of U.S. Bank. So the CFTC is mailing these reports to his to his P.O. box. He's filling them out and sending them back. Yeah. But now they're going to do it electronically directly to the bank. So they're not going to be fooled by the P.O. box. Right. So he realizes it's over. In like a couple of days, they're going to report and they're going to know that I'm supposed to have $300 million in the bank and I've actually only got $6 million. And it's over. I'm done. So he does what any good um, Ponzi scheme person should do. He gets a car and he gets Get a hose. Get the fuck out of Dodge. And he, com- he tries to commit <laughs> no, suicide. No, no, should do. Should do. Oh. He gets the hose and he puts it in and he does the thing and he puts it in the pipe and he duct tapes it up and he cuts a little slit. You know, the only part that bothers me about his, his, uh, his suicide attempt is that he's driving a... Um, He's driving like a, a Chevy Cavalier or something. I mean, nobody deserves to die in a Chevy Cavalier. I mean, you've got $6 million. You can yeah. go buy a fucking In a Bentley? A Bentley? Maybe it had some sort of sentimental value to him. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. That Maybe it was. Maybe it was his first car or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm still, I still don't give a shit. <laughs> Hell no. I'm gonna, if I'm doing that, it's going to be in something Hell. decent. Yeah. So he takes a handful of pills. He drinks down some liquor. He writes a letter explaining that he hasn't made any trades. All the money's gone, everything. Damn. Leaves it on the front thing. Starts the car. Breathes it in. That's a way to die. Yeah. It's, it's, he's, he's fucking, he's hardcore, bro. He's going out. And uh, and yeah, it would have worked out perfect. I wouldn't call that hardcore. Well, he's not sticking a gun in his in his head. Right. I wrote one story about a guy that took a gun and stuck it in his head and, and, and pulled the trigger, and it didn't kill him. Oh, just so then fucked he him up. blew through his fucking eye, uh, eye cavities, and so now he's blind, laying there on the ground. He has to find the gun. Fuck. Now he's got to find the fucking gun <laughs> and shoot himself again. He he killed himself the second time. Back to Wusendorf. Wusendorf would have killed himself, except one of his employees really enjoyed his job, and he showed up about an hour early and found his boss in the back parking lot Getting in the all car. gassed up. <laughs> yeah, passed out. And he goes and he opens the door and calls and says, hey, you might want to come get that. Some shit's going it's on. It's fucked up. The company's a little fucked up and I think it may be more fucked up than I think. <laughs> Dude's high as hell. Fucking my, the owner of the company's in a fucking Cavalier. So, so he killed his buzz. Yep, so he wakes up uh, in the uh, hospital. Yeah. He's got, oh, they've got his worst nightmare. <laughs> oh, so no. That's uh, worst case scenario. What did they give Wusendorf? I think they gave him like... Wakes up, in, wakes up in the hospital handcuffed to the bed. Yeah. Yeah, they gave him a, a chunk of time. Yeah. And you just snitched yourself out in a letter on top of it. Oh, that sucks. Oh, fuck, oh, yeah, so Wusendorf's already like 70, by the way. They gave him... Oh, he'd been running a Ponzi scheme for 20 years. PFG was a 20-year Ponzi oh, scheme. He was 50. Not too bad. Um, it was $376 million. It's not it was too late for you, kid. 1,300 <laughs> investors. he blown through $115 million. Oh, uh, shit. What did they end up giving him? Damn it. They gave him like a chunk of time. Wasn't doable for a guy who was like 65 or 70. Anyway, so he's dying in jail. So uh, what else happens? Blaine's in prison. Oh, yeah, the trial. Donovan goes to goes to trial. I'd like to point out that you've been no help at all. What was the fucking guy? That I'm did doing the my job. I'm sh- I'm shutting up. The- <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I read a few comments. They they want a whole podcast episode about your hair. Oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. They do. They want a whole interview on the, on, the, on the hair grafts. Okay, I need one more. I need one more hair graft. 
I think I need. I'm starting, I'm starting you to lose. You fooled me with that one. I can usually tell when people got fucked up hair implants, but yours, I couldn't. I honestly could not tell. I'm starting to get a little. Thin I'm not an expert in hair grafts, but I mean, I listen. I need some work I need done. One, I need one you more. Got I got three surgeries. I had one surgery. I mean, I had two surgeries. I needed one more surgery, and it would be a hundred percent coverage. <laughs> so it still gets thin. It's thin. When's the last time you got? I surgery. need one. Oh, it was like uh, six months, six eight months before I um, got before I got grabbed. That motherfucker, that shit held up strong. I, I don't take and I don't take the. You're supposed to take medication, so your hair stops um, falling out. Or that receding. motherfucker did a damn mm. good job. Yeah, it's it's. You want to shout him solid. out? Uh, I don't know what his name. is. I'll give him my sos for a hair graft. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got in, in an argument with the with the surgeon before he did it. Oh my god. Yeah. About I, what? Okay, because a male hairline, it goes to a point, right? It it it, it recedes into like a, a corners, a, a, a V, mm-hmm. right? And I said, listen, I want you to round it at the edgy, at the edges, just round it slightly. And he goes, well, that's not how a hairline is. And I went, yeah, I know, I understand, but I see these guys that have it, and it doesn't look right. He's like, yeah, but that's naturally how it goes. I go, yeah, I know, but it, it I think I feel like it looks better if you round it slightly. Yeah. I go, it's just, we're talking about a little tiny thing. He's like, that's not really how it's supposed to go. I said, well, I understand how it's not supposed to go. I said, but I'm that's supposed to I be bald. I go, but I'm supposed to be bald right now, too. I'm giving you right. money. I said, I'm right. I said so it. just, can you do it? And he goes, I mean, if you want it to not look natural. And I went, yeah, I want it to not look natural. So can you do it? So he's like, well, I don't. So we start bickering. My girlfriend was there at the time. And she's like, well, hey, 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 hey. She's like, this guy's about to fucking, what are you doing? Cut, cut on your head and shit. Out. This guy's going to have a knife. And I'm like. Did he? Did you have to go unconscious for that? No, they give you a Valium and you basically fall asleep. So oh, shit. you put headphones in. Yeah. They got like three girls who are cutting up the little shit. Oh, it's a whole fucking thing. And so you basically oh fall apart, fall asleep and then they just, they do it for like four hours. They Where does the hair come from? Cut from the back of your head. Oh, they take the hair out of there and put it up front. Yeah, they take a a, a swath of and hair just... like like it looks like a popsicle stick. So they actually cut you, pull it off, and they pull it off, and, and it keeps it, growing. Like, oh, oh, fuck that! And then they stitch the shit down. One value ain't gonna do it for me for all that. <laughs> oh, no, they, oh no, I'm numb. You're all One numb value. back there. You can't feel nothing. Gas You're numb. Me up. My face is numb. The, the nose cavalier. is numb. Oh my god! Yeah, it's all fucked. Up. <laughs> listen, listen. It was painful. It was painful. I mean. Yeah, you know, yeah, bad. Not as painful as being bald. Do you want to go in for a third touch up? Fuck yeah! <laughs> How much does that shit cost? Um, it was seven grand each surgery. Oh. It was. Listen, they say plastic surgery. Was Fourteen thousand. That's way out of my budget. But it's okay because it was Bank of America's money. So, <laughs> it was really the, some of the best money I spent. Really, honestly. money well spent. That, the nose job, the fucking listen. I mean, I'm fucking. Is you it know. true that plastic surgery is like once you pop, you can't stop? You just get addicted to keep going back. Oh, I would like listen, tattoos. I'd love to go back. Like I'll tattoos, go, yeah. If if you give me fifty grand right now, fifteen or twenty of it's going into plastic. What surgery. are you doing? What's the first thing I you need do? Touch ups. I mean, fuck. What do you I, I still mean, I want touch ups. This want, is a go ahead. Yeah, I want I want fucking the the, the love handles done. I don't really have them, but they're kind of there. They're kind of not there. I mean, I you need some. You know, <laughs> this is my opportunity to interject. Okay. I want everyone watching this to go to patreon.com slash inside true crime. Matt is doing audiobooks and all kinds of stuff. You can go pay him and support his his livelihood here to write these stories. So mm-hmm. this guy can go get the fucking ab reduction and get some more hair work done. And what else do you need done? Um, 
You know, I would probably like to go in again and do like another what they call the, a the mini neck facelift. Tuck? Yeah, I I feel like it's <laughs> I just yeah, I'm I'm feeling the whole I don't I'm not it's not good. It's Danny not needs good. bunion surgery. Yeah. Bunion surgery. I got bunion. I got like, like you ever seen LeBron James's feet? You know, I actually have a photo of his feet. No, I've never seen him. <laughs> I got I, I got his feet. I don't okay. All right. So, Patreon.com slash We're way off topic. Crime. Yeah, bro, listen, you know what I need? I need all these guys are fucking like, you gotta do a podcast, you gotta do a pod Bro, I need some subscribers. Yeah, you, you need to be doing that too. a fucking subscribe a, yeah, a podcast subscribe for six thousand sub I got sixty five hundred maybe I got 6,500 subscribers. I, I need like fucking 50,000 subscribers yeah. for it to be worth it. Right, to do a, get, otherwise, I'm just busting right. my ass for nothing. 50,000. Let's get, do a podcast. Let's get Matt to 50,000 subscribers. Can we do it? Sounds like a lot, but yeah. Yeah, yeah we can do what's it. What's wrong with that? That's reasonable. We can do it. Tell a friend. Let's do yeah. it. Just tell a friend. Just share it with a friend. Send an email. Send a text. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> nice. We're getting Donovan oh, right listen, now. If I, listen, you these Ponzi guys... <laughs> Like, I, I remember, listen, I remember I was talking to Vitaly one time, and I was like, I don't understand, you did this in your own fucking name. He's like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he's like, because when it, when it falls apart, when this happens, it happens. He goes, you know, the problem, he goes, see, when, if, it, if it goes wrong, he goes, I mean, he goes, look, nine out of ten of these things go wrong. If you invest a bunch of money into this business and it goes under, nine out of ten go business. He goes, so you don't really realize you got taken. And I went, yeah, but, he goes, and these are legitimate businesses. They don't have much of a chance, but you, you don't know that as an investor. He goes, I don't know that. Maybe it will work. I don't know. I go, yeah, but if you're going to do that, why wouldn't you just set the company up, set it up so it really looks like it's going to take off, use, fabricate the entire thing, and then just go in as using a false identity? I said, you set up the bank accounts and false identities. You, you don't put any of the money into the fucking thing, and you take the whole 5 or $10 million, and you disappear. Mm-hmm. You don't take a million, and you might end up in prison. You take fucking $10 million, and when they come looking, they're looking for somebody else. Right. That's what you do. And he's like, fuck, bro. He said, that's a, that's a, well, how, how would you get the bank account? So we start out like, <laughs> but don't take my word for it. I'm in here for fucking 26 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, a lot of these guys, they get jammed up by doing a little something fucked up. And they're like, yeah, that's okay. It's just a little bit. It won't look, there's no, there's no difference between a little fucked up and straight fraud. Yeah. Maybe so they I'm not think taking like a hundred thousand. It's got a I'm chance for the of million. going good or something. Maybe they think they yeah they think I'll get away with maybe, it. Maybe it'll maybe, work maybe, out. Or maybe something. hope's not a strategy. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, all right. So it last, probably didn't look good. I think the, I think the last time we left off was uh, Blaine got arrested and Donovan and Dom and well, Donovan and Damien Damien. Right. Don, yeah, Donovan is going to trial. Going he gets trial. indicted. He's going to trial. Right. Blaine's going to testify. Damien's going to testify. So he's got these two guys are now. Did have, they say Donovan knows? They're saying Donovan knew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Donovan absolutely knew. Motherfucker. Yeah. Keep in mind. They and the both, bank lady says he knows. They both know that to get my sentence reduced, if I help the government right. and they say get a conviction. Knew. I don't get as much time. Yeah, yeah. If I was going to get 10 years, I might get three or so four So they throw years. him right under the bus. Fuck. Those and the, motherfuckers. And the government is is ready to do this. Now, at this point, Hanberg has declined to prosecute. He says, I'm not going to prosecute him. Prosecute who? Donovan? Don, I'm not going to prosecute the Capitol Blue at all. Anybody involved, I'm not going to. Why? I'm not going to indict him. Well, I'm going to get to that. 
I, I, that's, I'm yeah. glad you asked okay. that because I actually have a, a pretty good idea of why. So he says, he says I'm not going to. But what happens is the district, uh, D.C. comes in, the D.C. attorneys come in, and they take over the case. So the U.S. Attorney's Office in, in the District of Columbia comes in, and they take over the case, and they decide to prosecute. So mm-hmm. that attorney, com- that, that uh, U.S. Uh, attorneys, they come in, they indict everybody, and they're going to trial. So now Donovan's going to trial. The judge is, oh, oh didn't I have to tell you this? This is one of my favorite parts. <laughs> when the whole company gets liquidated, like they come in here, they give it to a receiver. You know who a receiver is? It's a guy that comes in, he looks through all the documents, he tells you how much the company's worth, then he breaks it apart and he sells the company and he gives the money over to the government. Okay. okay. Whatever money he could scrounge Whatever out of money it left, he, he gives it to the government. Yeah, exactly. Because, of course, there's very little money. And in this case in particular, the guy is uh, uh, the judge, which is a judge by the name of Antoon, ends up uh, handing it over to this receiver. And the receiver, the receiver <laughs> ends up stealing the last $3.5 million of capital. The receiver does? The receiver steals the money. What the f- Sells off Who everything. the, the receiver? Destroys the evidence. So the FBI comes in a few months after the receiver takes over everything, and the FBI comes in. They raid the receiver and they they arrest him. And he turns wow. out. The well, last, this dude just decides. For this last is his years, time. He's, he's oh, he's just going to pick it. this case to yeah. steal the money. Oh no, no, he's been doing oh, it for the last five or, five or ten years. Oh, he's been okay. stealing. He stole millions and millions. So I forget what they the how, what, ten or twenty million. I have the the amount is is in, is in here. He ends up getting like he ends up getting ten years. So one of the things that happened was with thieves. One of the things that happened was something's fishy about Hamburg too. You know, I'm glad you. Said I can that. feel it. You're gonna. They're gonna There's like some the Hamburg fucking thing. weird going on with that guy. So what happens is fishy. What yeah, happens is they hand off. So when the receiver gets all the stuff, yeah. One of the things he gets is the servers, which had a server, which has all of the hard drives in it, mm-hmm. right? All the so information gets, and shit. He gets the hard drives. Mm-hmm. He destroys them. So they're destroyed. <laughs> so remember the emails that Damien had. Talked about fabricating. Yeah. How do you authenticate emails? You, you, you check them the, on the server. The servers. Yeah. The, the hard drives. They're gone. They're destroyed. So at this point, the government indicts everybody, and they go to trial. Donovan, of course, says, "I'm not pleading guilty." Yeah. I haven't done a fucking thing wrong. And Damien, he says, "I got recordings and everything else." That says that Damien was talking about fabricating emails. So, of course, I want to authenticate those. Where's uh, where's uh, all the documents? The government says we don't have any documents. They were all part of the servers, and the servers have been destroyed. And so he turns around. And he says, "Okay, well, well." He gives them his his laptop. Here's my laptop. You can try and find them on that. Okay, we'll take your laptop. Then he says, uh, "What about Damien's computers?" Damien had computers. Damien sold him his computers on like eBay. <laughs> so they can't find those. I think they track them down eventually and then they say like there's nothing on them or they, 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 no, they were given back to the receiver, tracked them down or something, they're gone. So he, Donovan goes to trial. So none of those voice recordings are there anymore? None of the voice re- He has the voice recording, okay. but he can't present the voice recordings. His lawyer says, no, it's illegal for you to 
uh, record people. With yeah. that, it makes you look bad. No, we don't need it anyway. His lawyer presents a defense that is absolutely ridiculous. His lawyer presents a defense that says all of your investors signed documents that said that they were aware that they could lose all of their investment. Therefore, you're not guilty. Because they lost their money. Because they lost their money and they, they signed a document saying that they it. knew that was a risk. Right. Listen, it, it's, it's a legal argument that is meritless and there's nothing that supports it. Yeah. There's no case law that helps. It is absurd. And I think it cost Donovan half a million dollars for his defense, something along those lines, for the most fucking horrible defense possible. And the lawyer ever just botched it one fucking thing after another. He botches. Wow. So, do you think that he should have let him present that? What the uh, the, the recording? The of course. Recordings. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I'll take the hit. Charge me. What are you going to charge me with? Oh, you illegally recorded something. Okay, great. So right. charge me with that. Huh. I'll take the the, the six <laughs> months probation, right. probation so I can present Damien talking about. Fr- Fabricating emails, right? right. But it's always, oh dollars. no, it looks bad. Plus, the the government might not the 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 judge will probably won't allow it because it's <clears> illegal. <throat> we can't use it. Whatever. Damn. So, Do- but Donovan's convinced that he hasn't done anything wrong. It's going to be fine. Sucker. We're going to authenticate. Then he finds out that the servers are gone. Then they go to he goes to the government. And they ask for the did you is there anything? Can you find the computers? You can't find them. They go, okay. He's okay. What about my laptop? We, you never gave us a laptop. You don't know about any laptop. Mm-hmm. We don't know about. Wow. We don't know where any servers are. We don't know shit. We don't know nothing. Everything was gone. The the uh, the um, the receiver destroyed everything. It must have been with him. So they're just they're just covering and covering and covering. So he ends up going to trial, and at trial, Damien gets on the stand, and Damien starts saying, "Yes." The emails prove this and the emails prove that. And Donovan's saying, I've never seen this email. I've never seen this email. I don't know what this email is. And in the, in the, um, oh yeah, yeah, this is the other thing too. So the new judge is, is called, uh, it, the new judge is, um, is uh, Carlos Mendoza. So Carlos Mendoza is a new judge. This is his very first criminal trial. He's a state judge who just became a federal judge. So he sentences Blaine. Blaine goes to trial, by the way. Remember his first Ponzi scheme? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've now indicted him. On the first one. They indict him in Orlando, or they indict him. Um, Why? He didn't pay the money back? or? Well, because he committed another crime. Another crime. So you're, our deal's off. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so they indict him. He goes to trial because he's Blaine. He's cocky. Yeah. I can convince these people I didn't do anything. He gets on the stand and he convinces, he tells them that, yes, I did get these guys money. I gave it all to this guy who's a European investor I was working with, Mm -hmm. gave him the money, and he took off with it. It's not my fault. Who, Wujin? No, 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 no. Just nobody. Oh, he's just making some guy up. As a matter of fact, they mock him. The U.S. attorney mocks him during the deliberations, and they say, you know, they they keep calling the guy the international man of mystery. (laughs) Blaine can't come up with one bank statement. Email, fucking correct name, um, <laughs> a, an address, nothing. It's just some random guy that you handed over, and he tells him like he handed him over cash. Yeah, cash money. So guys are giving you checks. You're cashing it, and, and then they go and they show his bank accounts. 
money is going into your bank account and paying your bills. <laughs> so how did you? I mean, you, you really you're looking at the fucking jury saying this. It's 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 ridiculous. Ten thousand went in. I paid eleven hundred dollars for my Mercedes. I paid two thousand for my rent. I paid a thousand to my fucking bank account. It's almost done. It's just uh, thirty more minutes. So I got this. I got this. So that's it. So all of that money is just gone. And then he says, no, no, I cashed it and gave the guy cash. And he took off with the money. Found guilty, obviously. Yeah. So he, mm-hmm. he's found guilty. So when, 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 Mendo- uh, when Mendoza, before Donovan is tried, when Mendoza um, sentences Blaine, he says, obviously, you know, this is a, a, this is a scam, obviously, but... And then you did this scam, and you went and opened it an even bigger scam. And you and your co-defendants, or the other owners of Capital Blue, um, committed fraud when you did this. Now think about it. I'm going to trial. You're sentencing one of my co-defendants, and you say on this, you say specifically, I'm guilty. Already. Right. Already. In someone else's trial. Right. So I'm I'm <clears throat> saying that. Jane, obviously, you're guilty. You and your co-defendant. Yeah. Uh, he's going to trial. How do you know I'm guilty? Yeah. He may be pleading guilty but I or, or lost at trial and pleading gu- Blaine, of course, pleads guilty. After he loses, he then comes in and pleads guilty. Yeah. He gets like 12 years total. <clears throat> so anybody agrees to testify. Mm. He's been convinced that if you just testify, we'll reduce your sentence. So what, what ends up happening is Donovan goes to trial. They even talk about it in here. As a matter of fact, this is the one right here where they talk about, first of all, they start off the trial saying Donovan was the original investor and he was brought in as an investor and he was duped into investing in the thing and, and initially he didn't know anything. Then all the emails that show that eventually he did know what was going on, they actually say here, they talk about this piece right here, talks about where they say, some of the, the emails couldn't be authenticated. And you actually have, you actually did come up with one computer, but you can't figure out why they're not authenticated off that computer. And they're like, yeah, we haven't been able to figure that out yet. But it's okay. We know they're true because Damien said those are the emails he sent. That should have never been allowed to, you should have never allowed that. You can't tell me that I wrote the emails and I get to authenticate them. Yeah. Wow, yeah. So if I fabricate something, I also get to authenticate that it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and I've and it's we and we we know we've got evidence showing that you I had intended to fabricate it right. So that's just ridiculous. Okay, so mm. do mm. they give him a part of the company so that he takes the fall in uh, the end? Of course, that's part. Of, that's yeah. got to be part of Blaine's Blaine's that's whole, whole thing. That's is, part I'm of leaving. it from the beginning, right? Yeah, I'm so leaving. Okay. Think that too. he was that clever. I think got that. To, right? I think that. I think that he was clever enough to realize when the whole thing was going down. One, they were clever enough to come in and say, we can clip this dude for another fucking 600000 Yeah. Plus. Get him money and he'll take some of the fall. Right. All of the fucking right. fall. Plus, right. So plus he'll bring us in more money. And when it all comes down, he's Damn. the face of the company. He's the guy driving the Lamborghinis. He's the yeah. guy bringing in all wow. the money. Looking flashy. Blaine never talked. They played him like a fiddle. Blaine doesn't talk to any investors. God damn. He's not. Roman Deddy and Donovan brought in all the money. And you can say, okay, well, Roman Deddy, Roman Deddy probably didn't know anything, right? Roman yeah. Deddy's a good guy. 
you know, he's probably not a bad guy. He probably got all of his friends to bring in money. First of all, you're making 2% on all of your buddies. Yeah. Right. Your buddy puts so in a million dollars. So why wouldn't you bring all your friends in? Right. Right. So, and I'm making 2%. You know right. damn well he don't tell anybody he's making 2%. Hell I know no. He Hell no. He doesn't tell anybody. I know <laughs> no. that because on you the stand. You make a good return. You don't got to tell him that. Right. On the stand, when he's when he testifies, he's saying, I, I didn't have any deal. That 2%. I yeah. didn't. Man, we got fucking text messages where his wife is texting yeah. Damien saying, you owe us $100,000 for all the people. we would, You're supposed to pay us back this money for the commissions. Right. For, <clears throat> so, I mean, he's just a lying sack of shit. Plus, of course, by the way, Roman Deddy was also indicted for running a boiler room and was being investigated while this was going on. So they let him testify knowing he's running a boiler room and he's being investigated by the FBI. And they put him on the stand and let him fucking talk shit about Donovan. I didn't God know. And I, I'm completely broke. He stole all my money. Come on, man. Stop it. Okay, so all, remember the – so they can't authenticate the emails. The servers are gone. The government – uh, the government knows that the knows the servers are gone. Knows that the uh, knows that the what the fuck's the guy the receiver, the receiver. destroyed them all. Yeah. So in the end, when they tar- t- keep his lawyers brought up the fact that these things are gone, right? Several times when they during closing arguments, they actually say the U.S. attorney actually comes in and says, "Listen, there's no proof that he put." He starts off by saying Donovan was the original. The, the U.S. attorney, the government comes in eventually and saying Donovan was the original investor. Um, and started as an investor. In the end, when they do their closing arguments, they say he didn't put any money in. There's not any proof that he ever put a dime into this. They also say, and there's no proof that anybody took any servers or anything. The only person that we believe took a serve, took the servers and destroyed them is Donovan. And they say all that in the end. So they've completely shifted even throughout the trial. Completely against uh, against uh, him, and this is my Roman Deddy thing, where Roman Deddy actually gets on the stand and says that talks about how Donovan, uh, how he how he's lost all of his money, and uh, Donovan they they completely duped him, and Donovan has just destroyed his life while he's running his boiler room, a pump and dump scheme <laughs> boiler room, wow. and he's uh, making millions by the way, and sh- ripping people off left and right. <laughs> So while that's happening, that's what Roman Deddy's doing. So Roman Deddy's word, you know, I guess it's, maybe it's good. Donovan's just surrounded by fucking I mean, criminals. it's just fucking amazing. It's They're amazing. just feeding off him. Huh? This is Roman Deddy's indictment, by the way. Here's here's some of the, the money that they were bringing in. 5000 5000 uh, <clears throat> here, or here's what, 174000 40000 20000 35000 At that point, I just kind of was like, okay, well, clearly there's some money there and it's a pump and dump scheme wow nice right so donovan goes to trial damien they put him on the stand the jury for some fucking reason believes him no yeah um and uh it's funny because uh mendoza at the very end actually says when he's about to just uh find him uh, guilty he actually says he goes i mean for some reason he goes the jury believed at least some of what he said. I mean, he's, this is what he's saying about the star <laughs> witness. That's like, what the judge I mean, said? This guy's a liar. He's been caught multiple times, but apparently the jury believed him. Yeah. This is what Mendoza said. Yeah. Mendoza kind of botched the whole thing. He's let a bunch of inf- information in. He's He should have been a mistrial. There's a whole bunch of issues that, that have happened during the trial 
It's his first trial. He's not great at it yet. Federal rules are different than state rules, whatever. So he finds Donovan guilty. Donovan, by the way, had been told by his lawyer the entire time the most he could get was three or four years. So Donovan got 17 years. God damn. Including, out of the $17 million, $2 million is his own money. So they sentenced him on $2 million of his own money. Now, as soon as it's done, the government moves to seize all of Donovan's assets. But remember... The dirt company? The dirt company. But remember, the dirt company is technically owned by his family. Right, right. So they go in to get all the cars, the boats. They're trying to get out everything, They're trying. They're like, this is a... Those fuckers. Right. This is a... So the the family puts up a fight, and, and they actually, eventually, the government loses... And they say, no, you can't take all of our shit because yeah. it's our son. It's our son. He's not, he, he doesn't own the, everything. He's part yeah. of the company. He's part of our family. He's part of this. But it's a family. Yeah. Right. Right. He don't own it. Right. So they don't end up getting getting uh, all that Good. Stuff. Yeah. Think of, well, he does own one company, but think about it. The, he is the company. Mm-hmm. It's like if you own a, a painting company, it's like me and my five guys. Well, the moment I'm gone, my five guys are gone. Where's yeah. the company? Right. So as that, but as far as they were trying to seize the assets, yeah, the land, the houses, the cars, God the damn. airplanes, everything. No, so so Damien got off. Uh, no, Damien ends up getting. I forget what he get three or four years. I mean, I, I positive I have it. So I'm you said sure. the jury they believed they believed him though. They believed him. They believed Damien. I mean, they believe but him. But he was—he still got a guilty verdict. Well, yeah, because he pled guilty. Oh, he pled guilty. Okay. So when he goes to get sentenced, he gets what's called a five K one, which is, yeah, you're supposed to get seven or eight years, whatever it is, but because you cooperate, you're supposed to get ten years, but you cooperated, so we're going to give you five years instead of ten. Yeah, because right? you cooperated. So, Damien ends up getting. Um, He's in front of Carlos Mendoza, but Donovan got 17 years. God damn. What did Blaine get? Oh, wait. Uh, I, uh, Damien got 70 months. How so Damien gets months? 70 months. Here's what's beautiful. You're going to love this. Da- Donovan's been found guilty. He's sentenced. He's now yeah. in prison. Or not prison. He's in the, uh, the, he's in the marshals, the holdover, which is at the local jail. Damien, when he gets sentenced, they remand him right there. So he thinks he's going to be able to turn himself in. He oh, was told yeah. he was told he was going to be able to turn himself in. They say no, remand. What does that mean, remand? Ram- we're they taking take it right, him right now. there from the courtroom. Oh. oh yeah. So they take him right then. <laughs> Boom. So they stick him in the jail. fucking van. Start driving him. Damn. In. Donovan won seventeen years. Damien seventy months. They end up going to the same holding facility. Oh shit. They're in two different pods. Yeah. But here's the thing, Damien. On his way to the to the um, prison yeah. or to the to the holding, the holding facility. facility, he's bitching and moaning and crying, and and there's an inmate that's in there with him called was his name uh, Tiago, right? Yeah. Tiago just fucking got a bunch of time, so they're all handcuffed up and driving. They're it's they're miserable. They're yeah, moving, and off. he's pitching and moaning. He's like, I can't believe they gave me seventy months. He's like, I testified. He's never been in prison, oh, yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't know. You're not. You don't start talking about testifying. He's some and IT shit. guy. Right. Yeah, he's, he's an IT money. nerd. <laughs> so 
He's like, I testified for the government. I said all kinds of shit. I told, I said exactly what they told me to say. I, I lied about Donovan. I, 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 I got him a, a conviction, and they said they were gonna let me. They were gonna give me a lot less time, and they were gonna let me self surrender. And they fucking gave me seventy months, and then they they remanded me. This is bullshit. And Tiago actually says it's probably not a good idea that you run around saying that yeah. you testified against. Oh, shit. Tiago's like a career criminal. He's going <laughs> to the pen. So. He goes, okay, so he gets dropped off. They don't end up in the same cell, but they can see each other. Oh, shit. Okay, they end up different pods. Yeah, yeah. So you can sometimes, a lot of times, you can see into the other pod that's got Mm -hmm. 50 guys or 75 guys, and you can see the guys, and so Donovan's like, motherfucker. So they can see each other. Mm. Well, while he's in that pod, Damien also complains to his celly. I fucking testified against this guy. Oh my I lied God. about him. I did everything the government Does asked Damian me to do. Does Damien know he's over there? He um, knows he's in the same oh, Donovan facility? Can see. They can see each other. Right. They can see oh, each other. So they both know. Right. Okay. So it's not until... So he ends up saying this to like four guys. It's not until later that Donovan finds out. Right? So Donovan ends up... One of the guys ends up getting transferred and moved into like Donovan's unit or they end up in the yard at the same time. Yeah. And he tells Donovan, this fucking guy's saying that he testified against you. He's saying he lied. He did this. He said Made he lied on the stand. He, yeah. And he's like, fuck! Now, <clears throat> and I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Matt, come on. How do you know that? So here's the affidavit. Yeah, I, I, know, I know you are. Because you know me. I'm we fucking, we listen, know you. I'm all about the fucking document. So here's the affidavit. fucking backup. Here's the affidavit <laughs> from Calapri. I don't know how to say it. Anyway, Matthew Calapri. Matthew Calapri. He says, yeah, you can take a look. Yeah. Um, this is the one from Ron uh, Grokoff. Ronald Grokoff. Same thing. Uh, I did everything the government wanted me to say, uh, even stuff that wasn't true just to get a conviction on Don. They told me I would get to self-report and lots less time. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. So, um, okay, so Don Easter affidavit. The, I don't have one from Tiago, okay? Mm-hmm. We don't have one from Tiago in this font. Because Donovan didn't meet Tiago. He doesn't know Tiago. He never saw him. They were never in the same pod. They were never even close to each other. So how do you know about him? I'm glad you asked. Thank you. So what happens He's is... He's more than a 200-pound hat rack. <laughs> when Donovan gets to, gets to, the, gets to um, the, the prison... Yeah. And he sees some of these guys. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, you're so-and-so. He's like, yeah, what happened? This and that and this. So Donovan files paperwork with the court saying, I want a new trial. This motherfucker admitted that he lied on the stand. I got affidavits. So this guy named Frank, uh, I don't know. It's not Amadeo. It's not Frank. It's another Frank. Frank, like, I forget his fucking name. This other guy, Frank, types up the affidavits and gets everybody to sign them. Okay? So the, he, Donovan files the Prisoners? Paper. Yeah, prisoners. Okay. So they type it up, get these get these three guys that were also locked up with Donovan. Right. And they all sign them. Yes, I met Damien. Yes, this is what he says. The wow. government. Why then, would they do shit like this? Yeah, Ooh. why would they do that? What? That's a good question. Why would they just type this shit up in there and fucking well, yeah. to help they, this guy? Because they felt like because they felt like it was wrong. This guy first of all, everybody hates a snitch. Yeah. Okay. So they they and two, fucking they're like, snitch. you shouldn't be here. 
So it's like, look, if I'm so locked up. So they're finding out he, Donovan's innocent. Yeah, they're like, you're not, you shouldn't be. So Donovan's sitting there like, I didn't fucking do it. He, he tells, look, I put some money in. These mm-hmm. motherfuckers stuck it with me. I went to trial. I fucked up. I didn't realize that 50% of innocent people he still was end a up vic- in prison. They, they saw him as like the victim right. of this so little like, skinny, nerdy rat. Right, right. So I, I used to always say, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm 100% guilty. Yeah. It would be torment. To be in prison and have not done anything and be surrounded. Oh my I can't bitch and moan that I'm surrounded by Fuck these fucking dirtbags yeah. right, because I'm a dirtbag. Yeah. Right. But if I was a clean cut guy who'd done nothing wrong, I'd be. And you invested your money. I lost all my money, a bunch of my fucking family's <laughs> money, and I got 17 years. Yeah, all your friends and family. Right. And so people, so inmates, I understand they're all scumbags, but you know what? The fact is, is that they're kind of like, okay, yeah, but I should be here and he shouldn't, and that's wrong. Yeah. So what do they do? Yeah, I'll sign an affidavit. Of course, Donovan's like, oh, you sign an affidavit? Sure, okay. So he signs an affidavit. I'll sign it. Fuck it. Yeah. So the government then looks into it because he filed with the, the, now he wants a new trial. They're like, fuck, let's look into this fucking guy saying this shit. So they send in some secret service and IRS agents and they start checking it out. And they're trying to, they're trying to debunk what he's saying. They're trying to say, look, it's not true. They go to these guys and say, look, did you say this? Did you say this? Did you say this? And they're like, yeah, that's what I said. That's what the guy said. That's my affidavit. I signed that. That's what he said. Will you testify to that? Absolutely. And they're like, fuck. So they're trying to figure out how do we real- make this thing go away. Oh, he was in. He came over in the van with somebody. Let's talk to that guy. So they go. They track Tiago down. He's in the pen. He's in the pen at Coleman. Yeah. I think the bulk of the guys. But what are, are they going expecting to him to say? Well, they're thinking at least he's gonna. He'll either say nothing or he'll. Who knows. We just were looking for somebody that will say what that say it's it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. reaching for right. something. So they yeah. go to Tiago. They said, "Do you remember this guy?" He's like, "They're uh, named Damien." No. They show him a picture, and he goes, "Oh yeah, I remember that guy. I called him Little Dreads because he had like little little dready hair." And she, yeah, yeah, I remember that guy. Do you remember him saying anything? Yeah, I remember he was saying that he had testified, and I told him he shouldn't be telling people that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because especially because he said he he lied about his code of fit. Oh. He was really pissed off. Right, because that's not they, what they want to hear. Fuck. They're so like, the fuck. government found the fourth witness. Yeah. So here's here's the interview with Tiago. This is the interview of the government comes and then they interview everybody. And they all say the same fucking thing. Yeah. The government says the same thing. All these guys say the same thing to the government. Okay. Remember uh, Damien? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm sorry, uh, Blaine. So yes. Blaine, oh yeah, we haven't talked about him. In Blaine's a minute. pissed off because Blaine was never allowed to testify. They bring him back and sit him in the back cell, but they never let him testify. They don't let him testify because he's not going to say the same thing that Damien's going to say. Yeah, it's going to be different. So we can't have him. We only need Damien. Damien will authenticate the emails. Damien will, you know. So we're not going to to convict Donovan. Huh? To convict Donovan. Right. He's not going to say yeah. the exact same thing. He's still got ready to say it, but they haven't been been able to connect to get yeah. their stories straight yeah, so there's yeah. a deviation in the stories so they don't let him testify and then they don't reduce his sentence they blaine told him sentence. they told blaine they would reduce his sentence so blaine writes this angry fucking letter talking about how uh what damien said was a lie and they didn't put him on the stand because he wasn't going to verify the same thing that damien did and he writes this letter to the u.s attorney wow. and donovan gets a copy of the letter okay so how did Donovan get a copy of this? Crazy. 
Everybody just writes letters. How did Donovan and get a copy of this? Everybody. Well, a lot of it's Freedom of Information Act. Matt so he, got the copy. No, no, no. Donovan got that. I get this. I, this, this is what I got. Okay. It's funny because people like Donovan, they're so fucking overwhelmed and obsessed with yeah, this can't. shit. It's, it's all. I mean, plus, it's. I get it. If you, if you have this crazy thing, like this lawsuit against you, like you're doing, you're with every fiber of your being, you are trying to fight it and find every scrap of evidence. But on top of that, they're in prison. They have nothing else to do. Right. So well, it's, I guess it's prior, not really a lot to find something like this. Well, no, I was going to say, uh, prior to that, think about it, prior to that, you're still trying to live your fucking life. Yeah. So I'm supposed to live my life, pay the lawyers, and go through. The lawyers, the lawyers are, the, the, le- the little, the least amount of work they do on your case, the better, more money they make. Yeah. So I'm not busting my ass that much. And his lawyer didn't seem to do that good. No, he didn't do, he didn't do well at all. Um, okay, so. Uh, okay, so Donovan puts in the motion, remember? He says, look, I got all these fucking things. Your Honor, I've got this. The government even went and found this. This is it. This is, I need a new trial. Look, it's true. It's true. So Donovan puts in all that. Um, so this is the summary where he explains about, about um, uh, Grufoff and I don't know these guys, Easter and all these fucking guys. That's all this. Yep. So that's, the, that's that document. So Mendoza looks at that. Reads through it and denies it immediately. Immediately. Here's his reason why he denies it. He says the entire scheme was thought up by Frank Amadeo. What? See, he knows who Frank Amadeo is. All the judges know who Frank Amadeo is. He's fucking giving them. How do they bring oh, this guy into right. it? And if you don't know who Frank Amadeo is, Frank Amadeo is the guy who filed both my 2255s and got 12 years off my fucking sentences. And the only reason that I'm not in prison right now. And I should, my outdate was 2030. I'm supposed to be in prison right now. But it's Frank Amadeo that got me out. He's so a, He's a genius watch bipolar. Watch the earlier podcast genius bipolar. Frank Amadeo stuff. No, he was. We and didn't he, do a podcast on him. He's yeah, on we talked channel. about him. Yeah. Yeah, we talked. We talked about. Yeah, we it. did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We and didn't tell the whole story. Though. No, no, but his story on is channel. on my channel, Inside, Inside True, True Crime, and Inside True Crime. he is going to take over the world, and he is going to be emperor. So I were going to do a podcast says, with him. Bro. He's fucking awesome. So Mendoza says because the same guy that typed up these documents was named Frank. It's Frank Amadeo. Then he says it's it's also got. To, they have to have coordinated. Sorry, did, am I doing it wrong? Yeah, you're you're a little too far forward. You're good. Okay. You were, oh, you were overshooting it. You're good. Okay. So he also says, um, uh, he turns it down because he says all of the typed up, all of the typed up um, affidavits, all the formats are the exact same and all of the fonts are the exact same. So it all had to be coordinated by Frank Amadeo. Now, let me point out something to you. Too perfect. If, if Mendoza's listening to this. Which I'm sure he we is. We have <laughs> about 20, no, 20, that's crazy. 15 Swintech typewriters that are 30 years old that don't have any, any, um, uh, they don't have any fucking, uh, um, spell check or any any type of um, in prison. Plot. You're talking in about in prison. Yeah, they yeah. are manual. You guys are fucking typewriting. Yeah. <laughs> so you could type these documents up on five different ones. They will all look the, all same, the same because it's all the same. They're all the same, same wheels. Font, they're all the same font. It's all the same. It's, okay. it's all the same format. That is actually the reason he denies 
this, this judge is that has he no says clue about that. no clue. He actually says precisely the same font, uh, the same format and font, right here, same font. That's Frank Amadeo. As, as the same stuff that Frank Amadeo uses. Well, yeah, they're in the same fucking prison. The whole fucking place has Swintex. <laughs> they're thirty year old Swintex. They won't give us computers. God forbid. So yeah, so that's why he he oh, wait, oh right here, Mr. Amadeo. He talks about Mr. Amadeo here. He really they hate Amadeo. <laughs> that's fucking <laughs> that's hilarious. Not funny? funny. Okay, so Donovan's in there. He's completely fucked. Jeez. Shout uh, out to Frank Amadeo. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Blaine is furious. This is another document from his from his talking about a five k one. He deserves a five k one, or he got a five k one. He deserves a rule thirty five. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Okay. So now I'm in with Donovan. I'm writing a story. Mm-hmm. So I start writing the story. I start doing evidence. I start looking start looking for evidence. He's got a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I say to him, okay, I said, yeah, you know, it'd be great if we could get this, we get that. And he's like, yeah, well, I don't know. What do you mean? I said, you know, if we could get the stuff from like from Wusendorf, like from the, the stuff, because you guys were trading through him. Maybe they, they've got documents yeah. we could use. And he's like, well, yeah, I, I, I couldn't get that. And I was like, well, let's do a Freedom of Information Act. And I said, to be honest, Donovan, you should get a Freedom of Information Act on everything. Right. And he goes, well, why would I do that? I mean, I have all the stuff in my thing. I mean, you know, he's thinking like a normal person. Right. They gave, the government gave me everything. So we already said the government has lied about this and lied yeah. about that. He's like, right, but why would they then turn around and give me the same documents I, that they've lied about? And I go, because they would give you those documents because the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing right. in the federal government. Trust me, I made a ton of fucking money <laughs> doing this by manipulating public records. To make millions because I knew the left hand didn't know what the right hand was doing. Mm-hmm. I said, so you order it because the same guy that's in Iowa somewhere or some one of them fucking square states up north who's a funky fucking FBI agent or Secret Service agent working in their, in their Freedom of Information Act department. Trust me, you're in the basement somewhere looking up documents, not why you why you uh, signed on to be a Secret Service agent. So that guy doesn't know that the U.S. attorney in, in, um, in D.C. lied because mm-hmm. it's not listed anywhere. He doesn't know him. Yeah. So if you ask for those documents that he said you didn't have, you may get them. And he goes, okay, well, how do I do that? I say, look, I got a form letter. So we fill out the form letter. We send it in. He gets back something. First, he, get, he gets back something that says that they have no documents. Hmm. Then he goes back and says, well, that's not true. I know you have documents. You just prosecuted me. Yeah. They come back and they say, well, I got 54 documents. <laughs> he says, no, that's not true. Okay, okay, okay. Then they come back and they go, okay, fine. We have 200,000 documents. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but it's going to take us three years to compile them and we need $15,000. Well, Donovan still has some money. So Donovan's yeah. like, so he says, all right, fuck it. Compiling. Yeah. And then. There's <laughs> plenty of dirt to go around, people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so then he ends up getting this letter from the. Secret Service that says, hey, listen, we have these, uh, we've obtained uh, these external hard drives. That went missing. Uh, We have them in our vault, our evidence vault. What do you want us to do with them? So Donovan goes, "Uh, Matt, uh, I got this in the mail. Came to Coleman right here, Donovan Davis. He's like, they fucking got the hard drives. No, no, I said I thought the hard drives were destroyed. So well, they have the, them. The receiver supposedly the destroyed. The receiver destroyed them, right. Yeah. They actually, what happened was 
The Secret Service came in and made copies of everything before they gave it to the receiver, which is what they're supposed to do. Sure. Mm. They still have the copies. Nice. Do you want the copies? Fuck yeah. So the hard, And he, he goes, yeah, I do want them. I do want them. So Donovan goes and he says, okay, I do want them. So he calls his wife, Christy. Christy then calls and says, absolutely, we want them. So she said she told me on the phone. I talked to her yesterday. And she told me that she called. How many times did she call? She called for, I think, almost uh, two weeks straight and left messages. I want them. I want them. I want them. Finally, she got a call back from a guy that Donovan's suing right now. Um, she got a phone call back from this guy, and he said he did have the do- he did have the heart th- them. He said, "Yeah, yeah, I got him." Oh, here's his name, uh, Agent Roy uh, Dotson. So he's in the evidence department. So Dotson says, "Yeah, yeah, we've got them, but they've been erased." She goes, oh, "Okay, well, man. I want them." Hmm. Yeah. He goes, "Well, why do you want them? They're, they've been erased." She's okay. Well, I still want them because she's she's got this thing, this uh, DA, this uh, data analysis company that's gonna fucking go through. They can recover them. She thinks that. Well, she thinks they can be recovered. Yeah, maybe something's there. She goes, I don't care. I want them. Yeah. She's trying to get her fucking husband out of prison. Yeah. So she goes, I want them, and he goes, Uh, well, she goes, I can come down today and get them. She goes, Oh, no, no, no. They're in our vault. It's gonna take about a week or two. You got to schedule an appointment. He says, Okay, fine. So she schedules an appointment. She goes and gets a private investigator to go with her. Almost two weeks later, she goes down there. She gets them. They get them. They bring them straight here to data analysis. Data analysis looks through them and says, "I've never." They say, "I've never seen anything scrub this good." Wow. They go, "This thing's past the fucking factory settings. There's nothing on these things. <sighs> nothing. They're blank. Can't tell anything was even written on them." And she's like, "Fuck." So, but Donovan and I keep getting documents in from the government. Mm-hmm. One of the documents we get in tells that. When Christie called, let's say, for the sake of argument, on the 1st, they said they'd been wiped. They're, yeah. they're blank. We get a document in that says on the 5th, they wiped them. Mm. After they got them. Five days after you talked to her, you oh. then erased them. Right. You said they were erased before already. No, no. They we can, they can prove days. that. Yeah, we've got, they got a document that shows when they were erased. We got oh, them out of the man. fault. We erased them. We then gave them to her. Oh, my By the way. You're not, allowed to, race you no, You're not allowed to no. race evidence. You're not allowed to race evidence. Okay? It's completely uh, uh, against protocol, policy, fucking just in general. All right? So you can't do that. So one, so Donovan's suing that guy and a, and a few other people. So Donovan's like, fuck, this is bullshit. I can't believe they did that. It's upsetting. So then he goes, you know what? You know what? What about my laptop? Where's my laptop? So he then contacts them, or he goes to the judge. He files paperwork with the judge saying, they just erased this with the court. They erased this. I want my laptop. They have my laptop. Because he has documents in showing they have mm-hmm. it. So then they go, and Christy contacts them, and they come back. And the, Oh, no, I'm sorry. The government comes back, and the government says, it's been destroyed. Of course. He destroyed the laptop. Let me tell you what happened with my laptops when I got arrested. I got arrested I was fe- by the Secret Service. They seized all my equipment. They seized everything. They seized all my hard drive. They seized everything I had. They seized all my laptops, everything. Six years later, two Secret Service agents drove down from Atlanta. They pulled me out. They bring me to a room, and they say, hey, we're with the Secret Service. And I said, okay. And they said, we have your laptops. 
I said, okay. And they said, do you want them back? We have them. We're, I said, well, no, I don't want them. They go, okay, well, we can, we, I said, it's old technology and I'm about to fucking spend another 20 years in this fucking place. So yeah, yeah I'm good. Thanks. What Keep the them. fuck do I care? And she goes, okay, well, we, we need to destroy them, but you have to sign this paper. And I went, you drove down here? Both of you? She goes, well, we, there's two of us. We have to be here to witness it and you have to sign for us to destroy them. Not yeah. Donovan. No, Donovan, they just they wipe just his shit. Wipe this shit clean, and his his laptop, personal laptop, they just destroy it. So Damn. Donovan's suing that woman too. The the Secret Service agent did that too. So remember, he wasn't prosecuted out of Orlando. Donovan wasn't prosecuted out of Orlando. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> remember, um, remember uh, Hamburg. So why wasn't he prosecuted out of Orlando? Right. That's that's one of the questions. Was like, why doesn't make sense. It was in Orlando. They had all the evidence. All the witnesses are there. All the victims are, are within the, within. Why why would you have these guys in D.C.? Why how do they come in? Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't quite sure of that. And this is what happened basically after the gap. Like after the gap and after I left, these are the kinds of things that th- this is the part that started. So this is after you told this is this is after you wrote the story. After I wrote the story. After I left, there's little mm-hmm. things that are happening, and Donovan and his wife are starting to put it together. Mm-hmm. So I've spoken with his wife. And she, over the last several days, and uh, last week she sent me a packet, and I went over the whole thing because she's really deep into it. Yeah. Uh, so God, that's got to be rough, man. Oh, yeah. I'm, He's I'm, in there for how long has he been in there to date? Like six, six years? <sighs> five, six, six, six So he's got like at least ten left. Oh, five, and five, still five, be married and be in, visiting. How, how often does his wife visit him? You know what? Is it, is it five or six years now? Damn. Damn. Well, oh, his wife comes every 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 single you can you know they have a scale. You can only come like you only you have points. Mm-hmm. So you have to have so many points. So you end up coming like every two weeks or yeah. whatever. So his wife comes like three like two or three weeks out of the month and they have to balance the, how many this and how many points is this and do we get free points that day? Listen, if they make you jump through hoops like you can't fucking believe. They don't want your family coming. Yeah. I mean, they say, oh, we do everything we can. They do everything they can to not have your family come. And this guy has a beautiful wife, amazing person, just a, just a great person all around. He's got a little baby daughter mm. that gets to, that's, that's basically, I think she's probably like four now, maybe four or five years old now. I think she was born like just before. Yeah. So he's probably, he's probably been out ah, about damn. five years. So she's running around. So she's, she's experiencing daddy in the prison visitation room growing up yeah she'll be fucking 15 before he's out yeah she's she's adorable god damn and uh he got 17 years because some yeah he's a sucker yeah exactly uh because he was a fucking mark and he made the mistake of going to going to trial to me you should have fucking tried to plea i would have come in and just taken because he didn't know any better how many how many years they give him for the plea no, he probably would have got three or four years. Oh my god! Wow, absolutely, no way he would have got more than three or four years. His the lawyer guys, really fucked. Do you up understand that bad. the guys that committed the crime that are hands down guilty got half the time he got. Not even. Not even. Not even. One guy is seven years. Uh, the other guy is seventy, 70 months. months. Yeah, they're out. Fuck Damien's out. Christ. Blaine's be out in another year or two. Donovan got fucking a decade left. He so, should sue his lawyer. That's probably happening. Um. So okay, so here is why did this is why the Orlando why this is what they've come why they didn't indict him on the Orlando stuff in Orlando right so 
Blaine told the uh, Blaine told the the IRS agents. By the way, the IRS. It sounds funny. The IRS. The IRS agents are essentially like the Secret Service or FBI. They're massive now. Like people don't realize. Like are the IRS always oh, about. They're investigating. This is it. It's, the IRS isn't investigating just um, just tax taxes. The IRS is investigating the same kind of shit that fucking anything to do with money. Mm-hmm. So they're practically yeah. like the Secret Service or FBI. Wow. So they come in. They're investigating, and the pilot. Remember the plane? Yeah. There was a pilot by the name of of. Uh, Fuck it. Uh, his name is Wiley. His last name was Wiley. Uh-huh. I have his first name here somewhere. Anyway, so Wiley was the pilot for Capital Blue. He's also the pilot for several other rich people. So Bl- he tells Blaine, hey, listen, if you, I know I'm on a first-name basis with Hamburg, U.S. Attorney Hamburg, and I know him, and I can get him to not prosecute you guys. Give me 10 grand. And I'll make sure that he uh, I'll make sure he just passes on it because it's questionable. And so he says, uh, "The pilot says that's a Blaine." Tells Blaine that Blaine gives him okay. Approximately two to three weeks after the Naples office was shut down, Blaine gave Wiley ten thousand dollars in cash. He said he was scared. Uh, Wiley said he was going to pay off Roger Hanberg. Wiley had. Uh, indicated that he knew Hamburg on a one-on-one basis. Davis said that, that which is a uh, Blaine. Blaine said, um, said there should be a debit out of his uh, region's bank account. Um, Blaine said his that his wife, Mal- uh, God, Mal- Malani, whatever, um, was in the car. Uh, with him when he gave uh, Wayne the money. He also recalled that uh, he talked to uh, his father about the matter, and his father was aware that he'd gone through with it and given him the money. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, Wiley told uh, Blaine Davis that he would make his life hell if he didn't uh, pay him the money. Mm. So is this pilot just another scammer, or is he serious? Well, I don't think so. Um Basically, because it, here's the thing, that happens, and then they don't prosecute. They don't prosecute them. They don't prosecute them. Hmm. So what's the reason that they didn't prosecute them? Years went by. Yeah. You see, it wasn't like two months later they handed it off to the U.S. attorney or to, the, uh, to, the, uh, to these guys in D.C. Years go by. Yeah. So we're talking about four or five years go by before... DC gets involved. Okay, so Wiley. By by the way, Wiley's pilot. name pilot is named Kevin Wiley. Blaine says he paid him off. Okay, did he? Did he? I don't know, but I do know that Hamburg didn't didn't uh, prosecute. prosecute him. Right. So the other thing is, there's a guy by the name. There are two guys by the name of uh, Joseph Langston and another guy by the name of Richard uh, Scr- uh, Scruggs. It's a tough name. S C R U. Buster Scruggs, yeah. Okay. So we got we got Richard Scruggs and we got we got Scruggs and we got Langston. Langston happens to know Wiley. Wiley was his pilot. Well, 
Langston and, and Scruggs end up getting indicted for bribing judges. In fact, the, out of Mississippi, they end up bribing a several, uh, uh, bri- end up bribing a bunch of judges. Scruggs is the one of the has one of the largest tobacco settlements in U.S. history. Forty, he got he convinced forty six in forty six different states. He convinced multiple tobacco companies to pay out two hundred and forty six billion dollars. Oh, he made, he made over a billion dollars himself. He's one of the richest fucking attorneys ever. Holy Damn. shit! Here's the interesting part: is he did that. Part of the way he did that was bribing judges. Yeah. Oh. Judges, juries, lawyers, everything. So when these guys get indicted, they got a major fucking problem. Yeah. The problem is, is they that, got dirt on everybody. Right. So when the government steps in and they've indicted these guys, do you prosecute these? How hard do you prosecute these guys when these guys are going to touch judges, prosecutors, yeah. other lawyers, defense attorneys? Right? They're going to... and. One of them is uh, a U.S. senator. What, one of the guys that was involved was a U.S. senator. Think about it. A senator can put pressure on, the, on these tobacco companies. Just sell right. it, just sell it, just sell it. So they come in. Langston gets indicted. Scruggs gets indicted. They need to get – they come in. They are going to plead guilty. They plead guilty, but they're going to get their sentence reduced. How can you get your sentence reduced? You have to cooperate. Yeah, you got to testify and right. cooperate. Well, yeah, but – if Danny and I both plead guilty, who am I cooperating against? I don't really have anybody. So yeah. the more you can provide, assuming you have stuff to provide, which they don't have a lot to provide. So they're, they're trying to get a sweetheart deal. Well, Wiley ends up telling Langston, listen, I can give you information. I can give you information on, on, a, on a, a, a company that's a that's – a, is about to be indicted. They're going under. They they stole a bunch of money. It's a Ponzi scheme. I can give you information. You can give it to the government, and you'll get a reduction for that. And so Langston says, "Okay." And I have the uh, the report. That's the report where I said I had that report where this was when he talks to the FBI. Oh, Joey Langston. Langston gives the information. the 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 source of the information was Kevin Wiley. Mm-hmm. And Langston gives the information to the IRS. Well, what happens is the IRS ends up saying, and it's all on Capital Blue. They talk about Capital Blue. At his sentencing, they talk about how he gave information about Capital Blue, and they're going to reduce his sentence because of this information he gave on Capital Blue. Okay, Danny, for you to get a reduction, you give information to someone. So I tell on you, you get sentenced, you get you found guilty, sentenced, and then I get my sentence cut. Mm-hmm. In 2007 or 8, he was given a reduction on his sentence. He got 30, he got three years. He got three years. Capital Blue wasn't prosecuted until 2015. So you gave the information, you got your sentence cut. Before, pro, before Capital Blue was even went to trial, mm-hmm. he'd already served his time and was out. Years before. Wow. Years before. Now the other guy, I'm pretty sure that uh, Scruggs is still is still locked up. He didn't have the information, and the problem is, is that if you look at it, the I, the IRS, the agents say that the information he gave didn't help at all. It was useless, but they used it to give him a reduction. So, how do you cover up all of this? How do you make sure that that he did give us information and we did use it and it did help? You have to have the prosecution, but but. 
Hamburg won't prosecute. So DC comes in, takes the case, and they prosecute because we want to make sure there's prosecutions and uh-huh. there are people found guilty because we gave this guy a sweetheart deal. Right. So that's to me that makes sense. It's it's a loose connection, yeah. but it's it's a connection for sure. They're all and it's all capital blue, and it doesn't make sense. You gave this guy a reduction for something that, yeah. that just doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. So anyway, so that's that's all. And the whole thing is, and here's the thing is that anything that Donovan files, Mendoza automatically denies. And you were asking, like, why would he do that? Yeah. Right. Why does Mendoza keep doing it? Right. So the only thing that makes sense to me is, one, it was his first case. Two, you're you're bringing up mistakes that he made. Mm-hmm. So my first case that lasted eight or nine days cost probably a million dollars to try. <laughs> and I kind of botched the case. I let in evidence, and I got a guy that says he's guilty, and he, go, he went to prison. It's better for me to keep him in prison than for me to say, I fucked up. Let's yeah. give him another trial. Let's fix this. Damn. I don't want to say that. People don't own up to their shit. Yeah. They better off bury it. And what does it matter? We got some black guy who digs digs holes. He's some yeah. he s- sells dirt sells for dirt. a living. Yeah. So is he as important as a federal judge's reputation? No, of course not. Let him do the time. And honestly, I'm sure in, in the guy's it's like, fucking it's just like innocent. just like the Mueller thing. Yeah, kind of. They, they don't want to. They don't want to tarnish their reputation. Yeah, they're not going to take the fall for fucking right. these guys. Yeah. Same thing with Rossini. Right. Um, let, he's a drug dealer. Let him sit in prison. Same with this guy. He's just some, he's just some black guy that digs dirt. What does it matter? Let him sit. And in his mind, I'm sure he's justified it too. Yeah. Keep in mind oh, too. Oh yeah. Donovan. He did get people to invest in the in the into in the a fund. scam. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and look, maybe even Mendoza initially but damn, thought he didn't deserve 17. Right. No. Well, but when he gave it to him, he probably thought he did. But yeah. since then, you've got. You've got you at this point. Mendoza knows there's overwhelming blowback. Why? Right. Why is the government destroyed evidence? Yeah. Why have they destroyed? Why did they erase the the servers, hard drives, laptops? Exactly. Why? And and what about these witnesses? Why these guys? What the affidavits? At this point, he's making shit up to deny it. Right. Oh, they're all in the same font. What are you fucking talking about? They're in the same font. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy Jesus ass Christ. excuse. I mean, it was Frank Amadeo. Right, it was Amadeo. He's fucking doing that. He's no, it's not. I mean, he's not even looking into it. So, the other thing is, and we had mentioned this was uh, what was funny is that uh, so so I get out right. I get out of prison. All this stuff's going on, and since I've gotten out. I was still in the halfway house when I talked to Damien. So I talked to Damien. I tell Damien, look, man, uh, uh, I ask him, you know, to look at the story and help me with the story. <clears throat> yeah. Let's write a backstory. What's your opinion? What do you think? Mm-hmm. Donovan's ready to talk. Mm-hmm. He's ready to tell everybody I didn't do it. Damien spins me. Oh, I, I, I read the story a long time ago when it was on the website. Uh, I'll let you know. Let me let me let me read it again this weekend. I call him after the weekend. What happened? Did you read? I didn't get time. I'll read it in a couple days. Call him again a couple days later. Oh, I I'm, I I started to read it. I'm going to read it this weekend. I didn't do it. Then eventually he just, just doesn't answer the phone or return a text. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't want to talk about it. So I tried to have a discussion with him. He just won't even discuss. He, he, he keeps spinning and spinning and spinning. Blaine, on the other hand, 
Blaine's fucking a maniac. Blaine has an assistant <laughs> that sent me, while I was in the halfway house, sent me a fucking email saying he had read the whole thing and that it was just nothing but blatant lies. And I was like, so I can't, he said, and if I didn't remove it, within the next 10 days, he was filing a lawsuit. So I came back and I said, well, first of all, I'm not going to be threatened. I feel pretty confident that I am protected by the First Amendment. Yeah. And that even as a felon, you can't take that from me. Right. I said, and you're some fucking guy <clears throat> in prison. I said, so listen, listen, I said, I'm not doing that. But what I will do is this, Blaine. I said, anything in this document that you show me that I cannot prove or that I've said is 100% true and isn't, I will certainly redact it or mm-hmm. I, will, I will rewrite the entire thing based on the evidence you can provide. Right. So he comes back and he says, you said this. And you said that, and I, and you know, uh, where did you get that information? And I said, well, I got that from the IRS agent, no, the Secret Service agent that, no, it was the FDL, FDLE agent that testified at your sentencing, the, or that testified during your trial, the trial that you lost. Are you saying that the FDLE agent lied? Mm-hmm. Right. Or FBI, whoever it was. I think it was FDLE. Uh, um, are you saying he lied? Because you lost trial, so clearly it was believed. So I feel pretty confident about that one. Well, uh, where did you get these numbers? There's no proof that I have any uh, offshore accounts with any money in it. And I go, where did I get that, the offshore accounts? Well, here's where I got it. And then I say, this document, this, this. You told the IRS agents this. This, 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 this. Yeah. I said, and I have proof that money was wired here, here, here. And I have proof that you went in. So I explained the whole thing. Passes on that. Then he comes back. Well, what about this? You said this. I said, where'd I get that? I got that from your factual stipulations, which you stipulated to at sentencing. So I got that from what you said. Or are you telling me that you lied to the court? Because that's where I got that from what you said, what you agreed to. He comes back. Well, you said that the FBI proved that I was funneling money offshore. You don't know what you're talking about. He goes, the FBI. This went on for, by the way, a month. Back, forth, back, through his assistant. Yeah. He comes back and he says, he says, the FBI wasn't even involved in my case or in Capital Blue. You don't know what you're talking about. And I come back and I go, Blaine, I said, you're absolutely right. But when I did a Freedom of Information Act for a PFG and on Wusendorf, coupled with uh, a request for any information for, with Capital Blue, I got the FBI documents which stated that you were liquidating the, the assets, you were liquidating the company, and you were shipping all the money offshore, and that Wusendorfer was working with you to funnel money offshore. And I gave him the, uh, I gave him the actual numbers of the documents, mm-hmm. and I said, I suggest you do a Freedom of Information Act for the Chicago um, field office for the FBI. You'll get the same documents. I never heard from that motherfucker again. He told me he was going to sue me. Damn. No, he knows you got it covered. I got you, bro. I'm not fucking around. What happened to Wusendorf? Oh, Wusendorf, he's still in prison. How, oh, how long? Oh, he God. got like... He's done. Oh, he was done. He right. got like a hundred oh, yeah. fucking years. He went in at 70. He was, goes in at like, yeah, like, I think it was... He's probably... He, was he had a good run, Over though. 65, at least probably wow. 65 or 70. The yeah. Poor bastard. Yeah. Turned off. Like, like, poor bastard. He's getting like half a billion. guys that gave him money. No, I don't mean Half that. Half a one. billy. 20 Tried to kill years. himself, woke up, handcuffed to <laughs> yeah, the that's, Yeah, you that know sucks. What's so funny? Isn't that the saddest part? That, that is, is the saddest, saddest part. part. I feel, almost feel like, God, bro, I was rooting for you to kill yourself. I'm I surprised know. you didn't do it in jail. I mean, one, your Ponzi scheme, although you had a good run, your Ponzi thing falls, falls oh, apart. Damn. And then you figure, fuck it, I'm going out on top, and you botch that. 
fuck? <laughs> and you bad. left a note. And you left the telling note. all. I mean, he's done anyway. But he yeah, told yeah. All. still, that is funny. That sucks. Wow. But I don't know. What's, what's the fucking moral of the story, Matt? I mean, listen, man. Whether you're guilty, or, I mean, just plead guilty, bro. Just take if the, the plea. The feds came in right now and said, "Listen, Mr. Cox, we've just indicted you on a ten kilo conspiracy." Yeah. And um, take it to trial. We'll give you three yeah, to four. Yeah, we'll give you five years right now, mm-hmm. uh, or you can go to trial and get thirty years. I'd be like, "Well, grow. Can we work out a deal? I mean, yeah, yeah. five years. That's not bad. Can I get the drug program?" Can we? Do I hear three? I mean, do fuck. I hear three? I mean, I'll work with you. I've I'll, never I'll, seen cocaine. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. And I'm, but I'm pretty sure you're going to get five guys to testify against me. Yeah. And uh, I can't go to trial. And uh, yeah, sure, okay, I'll take the five. <laughs> Can I get PTI? Yeah. I appreciate that. Fuck. Holy yeah, you're done. Shit, dude. So yeah, I mean, you know, they, there's, there's a lot of issues. I think you that, think Donovan ever like clears it and gets out early, or no? He does the fucking the whole the whole right. shebang. You know, the problem is Mendoza. He's unwilling to <clears throat> step outside of his own ego. Yeah, and say, let me look at this w- with with a clear set of eyes and say, at the very least, he deserves a new trial. Mm-hmm. The problem is if he gets a new trial. They won't bring him to trial. Yeah. They'll just drop the whole thing. They'll, They'll come to him and say, look, man, let's listen. It's fucked up. Right. Take a plea. Mm-hmm. We'll let you out. Of time what, would that, what would that trial cost? Well, the trial Too probably much. cost another million dollars. But the right. fact is, is that you can't put any of these people back on trial. Yeah. You can't put. Listen, you've got. Now, now you know There's Donovan. Too much fucked up shit. Well, going Donovan on. now knows Blaine's not going to back up Damien. Yeah. We now know that. We can put all this in front of the jury right. and prove that these emails are bullshit. Mm-hmm. This right. whole and thing falls dirty. apart very, very quickly. The receiver's you don't have, dirty. You don't have Roman Daddy. You don't have you know all these events. The, what what really got him was that you have investors standing up there saying, "I put a hundred thousand dollars in of my life savings, and Donovan told me to put the money in." Mm-hmm. Right. They like I said, the, the amount of money that they sentenced them on. Even if so, if what if you believe. Let's pretend for a second that you believe that he actually knew halfway through. Okay. Why'd you send him some on seventeen million? Why didn't you send him some on four? Half five? of it or a little bit. Why didn't you just right. send him some on what he actually brought in, which was only a few million dollars? Mm-hmm. Right. Eliminate the money he lost and the money he brought in was a few million. Mm-hmm. Send him some on the Two few of million. it was his own money. Right. He's already done the time. Yeah. That's what you did right, time, sir. by the sentencing guidelines. He's already done the time. Yeah. Let's say you just hit him just for on general principle of being a fucking moron. Yeah. Right. Which right. I'll give time you. Time served. Right. He already missed the first five years of his daughter's life. You're done. He he gets out. You banked on people like Roman Daddy who are committing felonies at the time and the government who knows it's going on and put them on the fucking stand anyway. They're destroying evidence. They're covering shit up. I mean, it's fucked up. There's bribes involved. There's, 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 uh, there's testimony that false testimony. You got multiple people saying it. What is the fucking problem? Give him a new fucking trial. What is the problem? I mean, because of your ego. Yeah. Fucking. Dang, what's the worst? It? What's the worst possible thing that would happen to him? Would it affect his career at all? Who? No, no. He's got a, he's got a lifetime appointment. Judge has a lifetime appointment. Okay. They're not. Gonna, he won't be removed. Nothing. First of all. You're just but maybe he's trying worse. to make to a bigger it's, position, even you know that. He maybe he may be saying, "Hey, look, I want to become a supervising whatever." Right. But I don't see that that really affects you. Look, he's a young guy. I think he's in his late thirties or early forties when this whole thing started. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a, a state judge. He doesn't. It's his very first 
uh, very first case. I think he's made some mistakes. I think he's covering for those mistakes. I he think, just don't want to own up to it. Doesn't want to own up to it. And the worst thing is now, it's like once you dig in, what do you do? You right. just can't not dig in. Yeah. You can't. It, you know, it takes it takes a hell of a man to step back and say, "I fucked up." Yeah. Let's go ahead and move forward. Let, let's go ahead and move forward. Yeah, they Give don't like to trial. do that. Because look, if Donovan won, he knows that at this point he can't be found guilty. I mean, he can't be found guilty at this point. Right. He most likely doesn't even get uh, the, the indictment. Basically, fails and he basically gets gets released. Right. And they don't like to let people out. They already sentenced fucking guilty for crimes and shit. Right. And you know that's look. look and good. let's face it, Donovan's gonna sue you. Yeah. He's fucking furious. especially yeah. You let him out now. Yeah. He's early. so Mendoza. You let him out after five he, years. He's oh, suing yeah. for a lot of it's, money. It's like he's you want him to serve. Fucked. Now. Yeah, right. You're now fucked. it's it's just self preservation. Yeah. I, fuck man. So he's Donovan's Donovan. in a bad spot. And, yeah, you know, he's and, in a jam. Man, his his fucking wife just his wife is she might as well be a fucking lawyer now. She's read so many of these things ten times. Yeah. She knows the law inside and out. She knows everything. You imagine how do you think she felt when she heard they have the fucking servers or, or the uh the hard drives. We know that all the emails went through the hard drives. Yeah. We know we can now prove those emails are fake. Yeah. Then finds out they're scrubbed they after she calls. Right. Oh, that I'm sure that wasn't heart wrenching. Sure oh my god! Fucking feel like your fucking your your heart was ripped straight out of your fucking chest. Yeah. Every single time. I mean, and keeps having to go every two weeks to see him. Shout every out to week. her for being so strong. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, it sucks. Um. Damn. I'm ready to go eat, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Unfortunately, I feel Thanks for fucking sorry. sharing that story, man. That's, Listen, uh, yeah, that was a good one. Subscribe to my channel. Inside True Crime. crime Inside True Crime. Inside True Crime. I need the... YouTube.com slash... Is it slash Inside True Crime? Do you have a, a, a custom URL yet? I don't know what that, bro. What do you Just do? go to YouTube and type in Inside True Crime inside or true Matthew crime. Cox. We'll put the link in the video. Link's in the no, description below. Matthew Cox. I think he's just basically inside... People are telling me I need to put... It does? Matt Cox? No, Matt Cox. Your stuff shows up. This it says Inside True Crime. No, Inside True Crime is mine. And you right. can listen to all these things on audio. Yep. And you can listen to The Gap. Yep. It's and fucking, can, it's good. And your Patreon. Patreon.com slash Inside True Crime. Got to do Patreon. Yep. Listen, mm -hmm. I need to be doing this full time. Everyone needs to go on there and give Matt all the fucking support he deserves You're for right, doing deserve these podcasts. Support. And all the monies. I'm not a bad guy. He's a great no. guy. He's a likable guy. He's you a don't gotta give him the sosh. Just sign up on Patreon. Just don't give him your sosh. All you gotta <laughs> oh. do is hit the subscribe button <laughs> and just give him like five listen, bucks on Patreon. I got something my probation officer said today. <laughs> what's your probation? What's your PO? <laughs> so say? listen, did I tell you when I was in? Same thing when I told you I was in the um, in in the halfway house and she came to see me the first time. Yeah. She goes. Uh, she said the uh, same thing I told you that I told the uh, the. The fucking shrink. She goes, she says, so, um, she said, what are you doing? I said, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And she was, okay, I'm working here. I'm working at the gym. She was, okay, so what are your plans when you get out? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And she was, okay, so you feel good about it? I said, I feel pretty good. I'm going to bust my ass for about a year. I said, I, I got this. I got <laughs> yeah. it. For, and she goes, well, what happens after a year? I said, if after a year I'm still fucking living in someone's spare room and I'm driving a f and I'm taking the fucking bus to work or something. And she goes, yeah. I said, I'm going to commit a massive, massive, massive. fraud. I'm going to leave the United States. <laughs> and she went. She says, you know, I'm not as shocked by that as you think I would be. <laughs> yeah. And I went, eh, it is what it is. She said, well, let's hope that doesn't go that way. And I said, well, let's hope so. And so, I mean, I was just, you know, I was just fucking just, you know, I was just <laughs> angry and pissed off. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I leave. So then today she comes for like a, a random piss test, right? Mm -hmm. She stops by. 
And so I, I do the thing. She sits down. She goes, how's That's everything? so weird you get a piss test. No drugs. You never had anything to do with drugs. No. Or no. any kind of oh, substance. Oh, listen, I've got all kinds of shit going on. You, you do understand that I, I have I have to see a shrink once a week yeah, for an hour. Much, yeah. Right. I have to do the, I have to call in every day for random uh, urine tests. Okay. They look through all my bank accounts every single, every single month I have to send them my bank. I'm doing stuff nobody else is doing. The judge, you told, you know, they're like, you can't work in construction. You can't work in development. You can't work in finance. You can't work in banks, <clears throat> bank account. You can't work in real estate. I mean, I'm, I'm extremely restricted to what I can do. They're very concerned. So, um, it's, it's, it's so what fair. happened when she came today? Um, you know, I, I did the, the, the UA and I gave it to her and we were talking and she's, she's a very nice person. Yeah. So, but she says, so how are you feeling this and that? She, they're very concerned about my, my level of anxiety. Yeah. So she's like, you feeling anxious? You okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. This and this and that. So she's everything going good. Like I'm in, how do you feel? I'm like, oh, I feel good. Everything's good. She's really, you know, they want to make sure you're acclimated. They're not, she's not an asshole or anything. Yeah. That's so, nice. She goes, uh, but she's strict. And she said, mm -hmm. she goes, so do you remember when we talked in the halfway house? And she goes, remember you were saying that after a year, if things weren't going well? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have said that. Yeah, she goes, yeah. She goes, I said, yeah, yeah. And she goes, yeah. She goes, how are you feeling about that? She goes, because, I mean, it's coming up on a year. <laughs> and I was like. I said, I was fucked up at the time. I was really <laughs> fucked up. I said, and honestly, I said, things are going so well, it would be stupid of me. Right. At this point. I said, at this point, it would be stupid of me to yeah. do anything. She's like, you're sure? You feel okay? I said, no, I feel good about it. I'm doing well. Everything's going good. <laughs> things are going well. The books are selling. I've, I'm doing the YouTube thing. I said, for the... the uh, the website. I said things are moving forward. I said I've got this this a documentary. Yeah, they're going in a good direction. I, I yeah, got a documentary. You're on a great trajectory made. right now. I got this thing with uh, um, this production company in Los Angeles. I mean, I got a whole bunch of shit that's going on. Yeah, that's going well. And she's like, "So you feeling okay?" I said, "So that's probably off the table." I said, "That I, <clears throat> that's off the table. It's gone. That's off the table. Off." And she says, "The look on her face was like." Like, don't fuck with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. never off the table. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Anyway. Hell yeah. Yeah. But cool, she's man. all right. Good. Cool. We're good. We got to okay, keep so you out of jail. Yeah, we're keeping Matt out of jail, keeping him on the uh, the path to success that he's on right now. So give him all the love and support you can.